I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Ah, Pat, you're in the hatch. I'm in the hatch, and you're in the library. Yeah. <laughs> this Look is fun. Look at how cool we are. We're so cool that we just figured out how to do Zoom backgrounds. This is so fun. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Appa was appearing for us. <laughs> His face just popped <laughs> in and it disappears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I chose the, uh, the, the hatch. I don't know what kind of, I call it dome room. Yeah. It's the one with the servers and all the lights and screens and cool lighting. Yeah, it's the one that looks like the inside of the Epcot yeah. ball. Right, where the computer is that you got to punch in the numbers. Yeah. I thought that was appropriate considering the location of this home office of mine down in the basement. Yeah. It's like a bunker. It's like the hatch. Yeah. I'm in the and hatch. This, is, this room is where I keep a lot of my books, including books on witch stuff, so... Oh, that makes sense makes then. Makes sense for me to be in the library. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Cool. We just upped this podcast game, huh? Cool. So what's up? What's going on? Um, Not much, Pat. I have a correction. Ooh. Hit me with and the correction. It's, it's on you, oh, my friend. Oh, no. Don't hit me with a correction. Never mind. <laughs> Back away. What is um, it? What did I, what did I do? So make your own kind of music is actually uh -huh. just... Cass Elliot. What are we Mama talking Cass. about? It's not the Mamas and the Papas. It's not the, the Mamas song. and the Papas. No, it's just by Cass Elliot, who was just in. Mama. She was Mama Cass from Mamas and the Papas. Just Mama, but no Papa. It's just, it's just her. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't that painful of a correction. No, not really. Yeah. Also, did you know that she died choking on a sandwich? Oh my God, you're bringing me down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Should have waited to the end of the podcast. How am I going to get through a whole podcast knowing that Mama Cass died that way? I don't know. I mean, That's didn't terrible. seem to bother you before, so. Well, I didn't know before. You didn't know anything about her. Who, do you even know what she, who she is? Yeah, of course. Mamas and the Papas. They sing that song that was in the Lost episode. But also, uh -huh. <laughs> don't they sing, um, there's another song that I like of theirs. Can't think of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. You know what? I didn't have a huge relationship with the mamas and the papas, but I can still feel for somebody who dies from choking on a sandwich, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not sad. Good. Yeah. It's not a good way to go. Unless uh. it was a really good sandwich, you know? It's still not a good way to go. This isn't this this is, this is not bad a good, way this to a start a podcast. <laughs> this is all on you. This is completely on I'm you. Sorry, I'm very morbid. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are. You're like, hey. Anyways, nice way to get started on a podcast. Let's talk about death from a sandwich. Hi, everybody. I'm Sammy, and that's <laughs> See, Pat. I always wait for my cube, and then when you get it, give me an opening and I go for it, you just talk over me anyways, so I'll just let you. You take forever. I said that's... All right, well, you get a point. Hi, I'm Sammy, and that's... Patrick, and I'm happy to be here on Kicking and Streaming. And I am also happy to be here, and we're talking about my favorite show, <laughs> Why Buffy. is our intro getting worse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be silly. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's getting worse. I think we're just this is listen, fun. I'm just I'm just being silly. Oh, okay. I'm just 
You know, they're here for the entertainment. <laughs> I thought you were giving it your earnest try to like really give us a nice intro. So I, I apologize. Am, <laughs> but I'm being myself, which oh. is silly. Oh, okay. All right. Let's take it from the top. Okay. Hi, I'm Sammy. And I'm Pat. And this is Kicking and Streaming, the podcast where we, two friends, force each other to watch their favorite TV shows. Yes. We pun, we predict, we reenact, we give you trivia. We make fun of each other. It's good times all around. Oh, that was pretty good. That's not bad, huh? My, I'm making Pat watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm making Sammy watch Lost. And I've never seen Lost and Pat has never seen Buffy. <laughs> and it's a great time. <laughs> it's a great, and that's it's what a we grand old time. Yeah. So, so. Uh, something happened last night when I was watching these shows. Oh my God, what? Ugh, won't believe it. My laptop died. Oh, no. Yeah, which is what I used to take my notes with. Oh. I was flabbergasted. I didn't know what to do. I was like, how am I going to get through this, you know? You charge it? Did you? No, you just... it wasn't like it wasn't like it was out of batteries. Like, it died. Like it did. Oh, no. The hard drive or something on it failed. It won't even start up. won't boot up. Yikes. Yeah, and this is so my what do you, trusty what do you laptop. Do? Well- because it's not that trusty. <laughs> right now, it's uh, <laughs> it's in pieces on my workbench, and I'm trying to figure out a way to install a new hard drive and reinstall Windows on it. But I just I haven't figured that out yet. I used to be really oh, good well, at this stuff. That's your problem. That is my problem. You should get a Mac. I know. I was thinking about it. They're so expensive, though. You know, I I use it rarely. I mean, I use it every week for this podcast. But yeah, I mean, I could sell you my old one. No thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh I'll 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 fix it eventually. I just gotta gotta figure it out, you know? So what did you do to take notes? So this is what I did to take papyrus? notes. Papyrus. Papyrus? Good oh. old papyrus. Oh, like notebook? Like old is that what you're saying? Well, papyrus is what was used to make like the first paper. Oh like, like leaves. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I used papyrus. How'd you know? <laughs> no, I didn't use papyrus. <laughs> what I did use, though, is I pulled out my iPhone. Yes, I still have an iPhone 6S, okay? It's oh, not, wow. Yeah, it's not the fanciest. We saw a commercial today for iPhone 12, and Amy turned to me, and she goes, <laughs> oh we still God. have 6s, and I was like, yeah, it works great, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Does, how is yours not dying all the time? I replaced the battery on it last year. Okay. Yeah, it's good to go. You That's know? legit. It's a, you know, it's a little you bit of a to-do. You just don't get like half the emojis that people send you. Hey, I updated my iOS. I caught up to the emojis, but then I haven't updated since then, so I'm sure I'm missing a few. <laughs> I'm surprised you can update You know what? Much. Emojis aren't as fun ever since I got into the GIF game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, emojis are kind of lame now. Yeah. So anyway, you so anyway, pulled out your trusty iPhone 6S. <laughs> I used my iPhone 6S. It was a great success. Great success. And I <laughs> pulled out uh, an old magic keyboard that came with my iMac that I don't use. Oh. And I paired it to the iPhone and took notes that way. Pretty ingenious, That's a huh? great idea. Yeah. I know. That's I was pretty proud really of myself idea. that I figured it out. Yeah. But I didn't even know you could pair them. It wasn't the greatest because I used the notes app and everything, all my little silly notes that I was trying to take, which have a lot of our verbiage in it or Weedonese. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't, uh, it, it, it was overdoing it in the autocorrect department. So it kept, Oh. 
you know, changing my words. And, yeah, uh, that's annoying. First world problems, am I right? Just use, um, well, it probably would still do the same thing. I was, I just do all of mine on Google Docs. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, I could try to download that and then I have to sign in and all that, you know, I just, yeah. You just sign in I just once. had notes. I had notes and it pops up on my iMac later. So, so would Google Docs. I had to do a little bit of extra work today where I had to look up the transcript and do a little back and forth. But Wow. Well, yeah. look, I'm really glad so that much you homework. did all of that really hard work to Thank be here you. today, Pat. Thank you. I'm just letting you know how much I put into this podcast to really, <laughs> you know, bring my A game with my Good. iPhone 6S. <laughs> Great, Great success. success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything new in your life, Pat, other than your Laptop dying? dying? No. Nope. Okay. What about you? Not really. We finished um, finished chopping all of the wood this past weekend, so we had to rent the wood um, a wood splitter again. Oh, wow. This That's past pretty weekend. cool. It's very lumberjack of you we. guys. I didn't really... I you didn't, didn't really do, anything. do anything. You watched no. safely from inside the house with well, your, it was Monday with your cup of tea. With my cup of tea. It was Monday. And I do, even though I'm self-employed, I do generally work about nine to five hours. But you Monday, know. though, you know, it's like you might well, as well Monday just sleep is in like, a You know, pajama day. Right. right? So, <laughs> I mean, I might be working, but I'm in my pajamas. Right. right. Let's be honest. That's every day unless I have a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. I, well, hey, it's the same thing Pretty for me much. when I'm working yeah. from home. You know, sometimes right I'll... Right now, Pat? Yeah. I'm wearing pajama pants and you don't know. Hey. now you do. Right now, I'm wearing some nice yoggers. Ooh, sweet. Actually, that's what I'm wearing too. Hey, look at us. Couple hey, of yogging fools. Yager twins. <laughs> That's us, Yager <laughs> twins. <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. So you split some wood, huh? Yeah. Well, I watched Dave do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With his dad and our friend Corey was over. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we have like an insane. If you need firewood, please come. I don't take firewood. I do want a stove. Us. I would like a stove or a fireplace. I don't have one of those. Yeah. But I have wood. Excuse me. What? What'd you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> I said I got wood, Pat. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um also I was putting together our show notes for episode twenty six. Mm-hmm. For twenty six. And... Huh? Oh right, that's what just came out today. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um Actually happy this Tuesday, is twenty eight yes. for So we're all recording twenty eight. <laughs> yeah. So we're two we we record two weeks. Ahead. in advance yeah so i was putting together our show notes and i always pull like the imdb pages for movies and tv shows mm-hmm. um and i was pulling in the falcon and the winter soldier and i was like oh who's this hot dude that i kind of recognize anthony mackie it's sebastian stan oh sebastian stan's also hot dude yeah who plays the winter soldier i guess mm-hmm. you and have to I watch recognize- these movies well, I might now. Okay, but I that's recognize all it took. Him. Those hot guys. Come on, <laughs> yeah, how basically. simple can you be? Just a basic. I mean, I'm a simple lady. Once you strip down all the pink hair and everything else, just a I'm basic. S- just a basic lady. <laughs> <laughs> basic lady, <laughs> wooed by the hot guys. Uh, no, I mean that really only gets you so far. Right, you know? until you get hooked by the awesome action and great sequencing. Maybe. Yeah. I have discovered that I really like action comedies. Well, there's a lot of comedy in these Marvel movies too. There's just so many of them. I can't I can't just dedicate And there's not so, so many Buffy episodes. Come on. Yeah, there's but I 23 love movies. Buffy. 24, 23. 
something That's like so that. so many. It's not that many. Ugh. Don't ugh me. All right. It's well, great anyway. Cinema. Anyway, Sebastian Stan, I recognized him from Once Upon a Time. Oh, he was in that? Yeah, he plays the Mad Hatter slash Jefferson. Okay. That's exciting. You watch Once Upon a Time, but not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Only the Mm -hmm. top grossing films ever made. No big deal. Gross. Top gross films. Yeah. You know, you're going to watch them someday, and you're you're going to eat all your words. You're going to find them. And I'm going to put them in a bowl for you, and I'm going to give you a spoon, and I'm going to say, eat those words. And you're going to say, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I I have nothing against it. I just, it's just a lot. And I dated a guy who oh, was really see, into them, and he it. made me watch <laughs> all of them. We got down to the and truth. And I was not into it. I'm, I've definitely said this before this on the podcast. It. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I've definitely told you before that that's why I don't watch them. Hmm. Okay. Any of the super superhero movies because I dated Star a guy Wars? who made me watch all of them. Can we get you to go Star Wars? I don't like space stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm just not hopeless. into space stuff. Absolutely hopeless, this one. Let's call it, part. boys. <laughs> Who's Who are you talking to? All my movie fans behind me in the hatch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's call it, boys. This one's a goner. She's all into TV and hot guys. Yes. <laughs> Bite me, you know? <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Shall we Shall get into we... shows? <laughs> let's let's talk about some shows here. Yeah, let's get into... L- no. Let's get into Buffy. <laughs> okay, cool. So, we're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 2, Episode 16, Bewitched bothered and bewildered and i have some fun trivia for you is it not episode 15 are we sure it's episode 16 well now you're making me no it's definitely episode 16 because 15 yeah 15 was phases oh okay well let me change it it's episode 15 in my notes i'll believe you though well i also just double checked it on imdb because you (laughs) right like i said i'll believe you (laughs) (laughs) so this was the original air date was february 10th 1998 it was written by marty noxon and directed by james a contner contner cool uh you only made one prediction last episode and that was um you well basically you reiterated one yeah which was that oz will you you were like i still think that oz will die eventually Mm -hmm. and then you said i think this werewolf thing will come to a head again later on when the whole scooby gang is in trouble yeah maybe something starts during the day and then night starts to fall and Oz becomes a werewolf and then helps them out. That'd be cool, huh? And then you were like, but that doesn't make sense because if you're a wolf, how do you know to help people? I don't know. But then you were like, no, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, yeah, so that's... Okay. That's really all... That's all that all matters. That matters. Okay, cool. All right, so this episode opens with a close-up shot of a heart necklace that Xander is dangling in his hand, and he's asking if Buffy thinks Cordelia will like it uh, as they're on patrol in a cemetery at night. Hmm. Buffy says, I don't know. Does she know what one of these is? Like a heart. Oh, okay. I'm glad you, you get that? I'm glad you translate this dialogue for me <laughs> <laughs> because you knew I wouldn't get it. Yeah, you got to know Whedon's, man. Yeah, I thought maybe because it was like cheap jewelry. 
that was my first thought no she she because she kind of like like goes to sort of grab not like grab at the necklace but she like touches me, it and like <laughs> kind of like focuses in on the heart and she's right. like does she know what one of these is right <laughs> that's funny. as in a heart right um and then xander asks when they're gonna stop making fun of him for dating cordy and buffy says never um that she thinks that she that he could find someone better but mm-hmm. ultimately she reassures him that cordelia will love the gift so xander just i i made an observation that xander was talking kind of fast i mean he usually talks fast in these episodes yeah he's just a fast talking guy but yeah the way he was delivering his lines reminded me of willie the snitch I was really? like, what? yeah, he was saying it like, like kind of old timing, kind of fast. I was like, he sounds like Willie the Snitch here, see? Oh, yeah. I did not pick up on that. I was thinking maybe they were hanging out or something after maybe. hours. You know, he was going maybe to the speakeasy. Were. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that didn't, uh, that did not occur to didn't. me. Didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, then a vampire pops out of the ground, knocking Xander over, and Buffy springs into action, getting in some big kicks and punches before staking him, and then she helps Xander up. And so, then we get opening credits. So when she uh, goes and attacks this vamp right away, why didn't she just stake him from behind? Instead, That's what she, Dave like, said, too. <laughs> grabs him and throws him, and then like kicks, punches, and then the vampire actually gets a hold of her and throws her against the wall. Yeah, Dave actually said that too. And yeah. um I mean, I get it for the show. You gotta have some action. Yeah, you, know? you gotta have some action. You, you know, she likes staking. she likes doing kicking and punching. It's a good way to get out some of that angsty right. you know, energy that she's got pent up about Angel. Plus you gotta practice for the bigger batters, you know? Yeah. Well and in and in the Buffy Xbox game, um <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'm thinking of Chaos Bleeds, but I think both of them There's are multiple, like this. Multiple yes. Xbox games? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I have actually never beat, beaten it. Oh. Chaos Bleeds. Now, this is bonus content. You and I should play the Xbox game and record it. Oh, my God. I would love that. Yeah. I know you would. It's phenomenal. <laughs> is it, though? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but... Mm, We'd have to get further into the show. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Because there's, yeah, there's, it. I want to say that it was made during or after season three, Hmm. uh, season four, sorry. Oh, okay. So we'd have to at least get to season four. All right. I don't think there's anything beyond that. That would be a spoiler. We'll put it on a post-it and tack it up on the uh, inspiration board here. Yeah. I love that idea. We still need to watch the Buffy movie together. Right. We do have to do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, so in, in the game, uh, you have to fight, you have to like punch or kick the vampires a couple of times before you use a stake. Uh, so almost like you have to weaken them and then right. you stake them. You got to get them into a state of, uh, stakeability. Yeah. Stakeability. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, like they don't explain that in the show that like that is the case or anything like that, yeah. but that is how it is in the game. So I'm like, oh, maybe... I don't know. Maybe that's what it is in the show, too. Maybe. Like she needs to weaken them a little bit. I'm just going to go with they just need a little bit more action. Yeah. You know? I mean, we like seeing kids. Gotta get and that stuff. action. It's fun. Yeah. It'd be kind of lame if she was just always like, eh. <laughs> yeah. You know, dust. Done. Dust, dust, dust. Uh, so then at Sunnydale High the next day, Cordelia walks towards her friends, but they all get up and walk away from her. 
Mm. Uh, she calls after them, but they keep ignoring her until finally Harmony turns around and says, oh, sorry, didn't see you. And Cordelia says, well, why didn't you call me back last night? We need to talk about our outfits for the dance. I'm going to wear red and black, which means you need to switch. And then the girl that she pointed to says, red and black? Is that what Xander likes? Um, and they continue to tease Cordelia. Harmony says that a girl wants to look good for her geek. And then <laughs> she asks... Her geek. <laughs> mm-hmm. She asks when they're going to start wearing matching outfits because I'm planning to vomit. Yikes. Getting mean-girled. Yeah, Cordelia is yeah. getting a taste of her own medicine. She is. Mm, Cordy, no likey. Uh, no. So then she then um, Harmony is like, let's go. And they all turn around and head into the school, leaving Cordelia behind. Yeah. And this is what Cordelia always feared about dating Xander. She's yeah. gone public. They've gone public. And now she's being shunned by the popular girls. So did something happen in the previous episode where everybody saw that they were together? Is this something I'm um, not re- remembering or was this off screen? No, it didn't really it didn't really happen. There wasn't anything that really that was like a big reveal. It just got um, around. It just sort of yeah, they just kind of stopped hiding. Yeah. You know. They're just um, out with it. They're just kind of out with it cuz Xander made such a a big stink about that, not right. in phases, but in the episode before. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he was just kind of like, "Why are we why do we need to hide in this closet all the time?" Yeah. So, yeah, so they're just out in the open, and now this is what's gotten out. Yeah, all the mean girls rear their ugly heads. Yes, they do. Mm. Uh, so we cut to a literature classroom, the bell rings, and the teacher tells her students to hand in their papers. Willow stands up and says hi to Amy. Yeah. And we were just talking about her mom. I know, Catherine, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great, or rather... Catherine, the stuffed Statue. in a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just talking about her last episode. So Amy asks Willow and Buffy if they're going to the Valentine's Day dance at the bronze. Um, and Willow gets very giddy. And Buffy's like, go ahead. You know you want to say it. And Willow goes, my boyfriend's in the band. <laughs> Super yeah. stoked. Yeah, she's so proud. Um, Buffy hands in her paper. And then so does Willow. And then um, Amy stands in front of the teacher and stares her down and we get this like mysterious musical cue jedi mind trick yeah yeah uh and the teacher accepts an invisible paper from amy while (laughs) xander is looking on from behind her bewildered you Mm. might say oh like the title like the title (laughs) Uh, and then Xander catches up with Buffy and Willow um, outside the classroom and tells them that he thinks Amy just worked some magic on Miss Beekman. Yeah, a little bit of witchiness, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Giles sees them coming down the hall. He calls to Buffy and says, might I have a word? And she says, have a sentence even. And he sort of chuckles at that. <laughs> just a little fun. Just good stuff. Fun weedonism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he get. <clears throat> excuse me. Then he catches Jenny coming out of her classroom. She calls him Rupert, but he responds with Miss Calendar. Yes. They are Oof. all stuffy now. Yeah. Yeah. She says that she was hoping they could talk, but he rejects her, saying that he has a matter to discuss with Buffy, who is looking rather solemn yeah. at this. She le- he um, leaves her high and dry. And yeah. you know what? I kind of like it. You do? Yeah. Kind of like when he's mean to her. 
Why? Because <laughs> I think I'm still holding a grudge against her, keeping that secret about the Vunkel and where she comes from and how she has a whole uh, play in this game. Well, you're not alone because obviously Buffy still is too. She was very upset. Yeah, Buffy's upset and Giles is obviously giving her the cold shoulder still. He's not ready to jump back into things, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. She's got to prove herself. She's got to show that she's loyal to this group of uh, slayers, you know? But what about what about Giles and his history? You didn't stay mad at him. That's true. Hmm. Double standard. What is Giles' big secret? We don't really know yet. What? <laughs> the whole demon thing. Right. He messed Do you not ar- remember that episode? He messed around with demons and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it led to people dying and yeah. Jenny being possessed and almost dying. Right, right, right. But it doesn't play into the current characters. Like, it's not like it's connected to the current characters and he knew all along something. You know what I mean? It's He different. knew all along that, that... That he messed with a demon That he elsewhere. messed with a demon and then... And he never told anybody about this crazy part of his past. And then Jenny got possessed and almost died. Yeah, I think I, that's pretty important. No, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that Yana has this mm-hmm. connection with Angel. When she was part of this group and Giles and all that, she should have told Giles about the past, right? Yeah, I guess. Like if Jenny was friends with this demon and then Giles mm-hmm. came along. Yeah. And Giles is like, I don't know him. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And I he see created you it. You know what I mean? Like there's- yeah. There's like uh Well, yeah. she was just there to keep an eye on the situation. Yeah. Well, she th- if that's all it is, she could have told Giles that. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. I hear you. Cool, cool. I hear you. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, Buffy kind of cuts in between the two of them. Then Giles follows her, leaving Xander and Willow standing awkwardly next to Jenny. And then she leaves. And then it's then yeah it's just a whole awkward fraught moment (laughs) um then in the library giles tells buffy he's been reading up on angel's earlier activities and Mm. discovered that he's prone to brutal displays of affection around valentine's day Mm -hmm. but he doesn't want to give her details he says he'd rather buffy stay off the streets for a few days that hill patrol instead which just kind of made me worry for Giles because I'm like, oh, Giles, you can't handle things coming at you. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to read What if Angel goes after him, you know? Yeah. I kind of, you know, I worry about Uncle Giles. Yeah, we got to get Giles like a bat suit or something, you know, yeah. something to protect him, some Kevlar. Yeah, you know? that'd be good. Yeah, like a big I mean, hockey helmet. He, he did say that Tweed was pretty good at. Right. Well, you Tweed's know. always going to be on, so that's an Under Armour for sure. <laughs> but we got to have something like an outer shell, you know? Yeah. That would be smart. That would be smart. Just on well, the nights Maybe you can make a off. prediction about that. No. I'm just going to write a whole new series where I make all of these fantasies come true. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then in the factory, it's Valentine's Day for Drusilla. Lucky lady. <laughs> yeah, lucky lady. Drunky ducks. <laughs> Spike gives her a pretty gold necklace (laughs) with rubies on it. And then Angel drops down an actual human heart in front of her. Heart (laughs) drop. 
um, which she seems much more excited about. And he she said, loves it. I knew you'd like it. I found it in a quaint little shop girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he goads Spike, of course, calling the necklace cute as he puts it on Drew. <laughs> oh, this is and cute. He and says, he says to Spike, I know Drew gives you pity access, but you have to admit it's so much easier when I do things for her. Mm. And Spike says, you would do well to worry less about Drew and more about that slayer you've been tramping around with. And then um, I go between saying Angel and Angelus in this, but obviously I'm talking about the same person. Yep. Um, and then Angelus says, dear Buffy, I'm still trying to decide the best way to send my regards. Spike says, why don't you rip her lungs out? It might make an impression. And then Angela says, lacks poetry. Spike says, it doesn't have to. What rhymes with lungs? Um, and Drusilla says, don't worry, Spike. Angel always knows what speaks to a girl's heart. <laughs> and she looks down at the human heart. Yeah, human heart. <laughs> I, I waited for it to start pumping. I don't know. I just ex- half expected it. I know. I kind of did too, even though I knew that was not going to happen. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it wouldn't start bumping out of nowhere, no. but you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Hellmouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the bronze, Willow is fangirling over her boyfriend in the band <laughs> as the dingoes play Pain, uh, yeah. which is one of their more famous songs. I thought of you sitting on the couch squealing as well. Because Oz is on stage. (laughs) You were singing along very respectfully. (laughs) Dave was looking at me like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is who you like, huh? What's this say about me? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey. he could play guitar too, and I would fawn over him, okay? Yes, I know. Doesn't take much. Very aware. Okay. Uh, she says to Xander, Oz has his cool hair today. I think I'm a groupie. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that that quote down. That was fun. <laughs> I know. She's just adorable. Yeah. Cordelia walks in wearing red and black, just like she said she would. Very pretty dress. And she says, um, hi to the Harmony crew, but they ignore her and turn away. She, she's being othered. Yeah, she is big time. Yeah. We cut to the Summers residence. Buffy and her mama are watching TV and eating junk food. <laughs> Joyce is gobbling down popcorn. I mean, that's me. She's gobbling it. She's like, oh, oh. like the camera yeah. lingers on her for this. She's like, oh, oh, oh. I'll take like a fistful of popcorn and I oh, can't yeah. fit it in my mouth. That's what I do too. As much as I want to. You take the whole fist of popcorn, right? And then you're like, oh. and then you let it like pour into yeah. your mouth like as if you're drinking popcorn, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the just, best way to do it. Yeah. It's the only way to eat popcorn, really. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, or you can do the whole, like, put your tongue out. But then you only get one, maybe get two one. kernels yeah. at a time if you're lucky. Can you believe- That's not efficient. Can you believe those monsters who just eat one kernel of popcorn at a time? Like, what no. are you, a bird? Come you don't on. Have, you don't- Come on. <laughs> that popcorn away <laughs> yeah come on you, you're drinking popcorn or you're not eating popcorn am i right <laughs> it's so funny my dad and i went to uh i probably the last movie i saw in theaters maybe was it too yeah with my dad mm-hmm. he was like oh what size or i was like oh what size popcorn are you gonna get and he's like I, well i could eat a whole bucket by myself and i'm like well yeah so should i so should we just get two <laughs> buckets two and largest? just like call it a night <laughs> Did you? No. Oh, okay. We just got one. We finished it probably like 20 minutes in. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, are you going to get more popcorn? He's like, no, I can't leave the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I think funny. he actually later went to like go to the bathroom, but he didn't yeah. refill Last time I went to the movie theaters with my mom, she started, <laughs> she opened bags of multiple candies, including like, there was like Skittles, there was like the cr- bunch of crunch yeah, and oh, a few other like chocolate treats. And yeah. she started dumping it into the bucket of popcorn. And I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, what? You don't like your popcorn like this? And I'm like, what? All chocolatey and messy and no. disgusting? And she's like, you no, it's fun. You put the popcorn first, like, then you put the chocolate in. Right? You're choosy. You know, you yeah. keep it separate. But no, she had a whole system where she's like, no, it's like jackpot popcorn where you eat a few popcorns and then you get like a tasty candy <laughs> treat and you never know what it's going to be. And I'm like, that's disgusting, Ma. This is like Forrest Gump of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, never know what you're going to get. No, my my dad and I have a serious popcorn addiction, yeah. and it's really funny. We talked funny. about it last, last podcast. I know. It's really funny when we go to the movies together, and he like has a whole system, because most movie theaters now, like they don't do, you know, like you you do the like, quote, butter, which is <laughs> you really do just it. whatever, oil, base crap (laughs) buckets with a pump yeah yeah so they like me you know you have to do that yourself now they don't do it for you um so my dad has this whole system of bringing second bags so So he'll dump dump, half yeah he'll dump out half the popcorn do the butter and then put the other (laughs) or he'll put it in all in a bag and shake it up depending on how big the bag is smart he has this whole thing like i remember when we went to the movie theaters he was like shit i didn't Did bring, bring my the other trash bag, bag? <laughs> and i was like that's okay just do the method that i do and i take a plastic straw yeah and put it up to what the butter press it it's very messy but yeah. then the butter shoots down into the straw <laughs> into the popcorn oh my god i can't even so imagine the people the behind you at the the butter bar and you're like what are these maniacs doing can i just get butter <laughs> I mean, on my always popcorn multiple there's all multiple butter multiple stations pumps. okay so yeah. i'm never holding up the line and if i am so the fuck what i paid like 30 dollars for this bucket of popcorn i'm gonna get my oil fill <laughs> oh that's so funny okay yeah yeah i pay so much money for the popcorn you pay like a hundred dollars per ticket now right lord knows what it's going to be once covid you know yeah i know is over and they're really gonna bump they're it really up. they're actually really cheap right now though if you try to go because they want to entice you back to the theaters yeah well the one near our house um isn't even open yet yeah it says it was it says it's opening friday actually the so. two nearest to me closed forever so that's fun i'm sorry <laughs> well you can come and watch movies near me okay all right all right, cool. where the hell are we in this? I have so, no yeah. idea. Popcorn. Buffy's no, Joyce is, is eating the popcorn. Ch- Chowing down it. on popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> they hear a knock at the door, but there's no one there when Buffy checks. And when she turns back to the living room, her mom is gone. Yeah. She calls for her, walking into the kitchen, then hears another noise. Then Joyce comes in through the back door, the one that's in the kitchen, startling Buffy and handing her a long black box with a black bow. And I was like, ooh, is this another arm? Mm. Mmm. Banana? Banana arm? Um, Buffy opens it and finds a dozen red roses with a note on it that says, soon. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Soon? Huh? Yeah, like soon we'll be together, you know. 
Here's some roses to hold you over, you know? No. No? I think it was a sinister soon. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> soon. Soon. Like the way I said it. Oh, Not right, like right. Not like soon. Oh, it's soon. It's like soon. Soon. Right. Yeah. There is a difference there. There is a I can big see difference. That. I mean, yeah. it was in a black box. Black okay, box Pat? should give it away. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It's not like it was in a pink box, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, back at the bronze, the dingoes are still playing, and Xander turns to see Cordelia sitting by herself. He walks toward her, and she gets up to meet him, complimenting his outfit, a very nice black blazer and button-up shirt. He tells her that he let Buffy dress him. Um. <laughs> And then he says, but you not know, physically, I, not physically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've been thinking a lot about us lately. The why and the wherefore, you know, once, twice, a kissy here, a kissy there. <laughs> kissy. And you Always could chalk it all up to, yeah, <laughs> you could chalk it all up to hormones. Um, and maybe that's all we have here. Tawdry teen lust, but maybe not. Maybe something in you sees something special in me, inside me and vice versa. I mean, I think I do see something. So... And then he hands her the jewelry box and she opens it up and says, thank you. It's beautiful. I want to break up. (laughs) Yeah. Good timing. Good timing. And Xander goes, okay, not quite the reaction I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah, not quite. This backfired big time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she goes, I know. I'm sorry. It's just, who are we kidding? Even if parts of us do see specialness, we don't fit. Parts. And Xander goes, yeah, okay. (laughs) You know what's a good day to break up with somebody? Any day besides Valentine's Day. Mm. I have a confession to make, Pat. Ooh, please tell. I broke up with someone on Valentine's Day. <gasps> You're one of those monsters. This happened to Amy, too. Oh, poor Amy. Yeah. <laughs> she got dumped or did the dumping? She got dumped. Ah. Mm. Well, she's better off now. Yeah. I was the asshole who did the dumping. Yeah. But it was like in middle school, you know. Hey, it it's like it's, doesn't it, count. I didn't no, even kiss the boy. On. I don't even think we ever went anywhere. Hey, it still feels everything's relative, you know. You want to know still what makes feels it like worse? A big deal. Oh gosh, you monster! What did you do to this poor boy? It was also his birthday. Oh my God! What's wrong with you? <laughs> would you Who wait knows? so it would sting extra bad? You're like not today. But I, I know, know tomorrow is Valentine's Day and his birthday, so that's a good day to do it. I'm going to put that in my little trapper planned. keeper agenda. I don't think it was planned. <laughs> I mean, Friday I obviously 14th. knew it was Valentine's Day. I don't even think I knew it was his birthday, so we couldn't have been that serious. Come on. You had to have known. I don't think I did. Birthdays are a big deal in middle school. Don't they like say it on the PA announcement or something? Not in my school. Okay. Probably not in mine either, but still. Yeah. Everybody knows people's birthdays, right? What else is going on in these small towns? I mean, towns? I knew all my friends' birthdays. I didn't like it wasn't I don't I don't even like he wasn't even really my boyfriend. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know what we did that qualified us as boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, if you call each other boyfriend and girlfriend, then uh that qualifies. I guess that's it in middle yeah. school, right? That's all it is. Yeah. That's all I was doing anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know some kids these days <laughs> doing a lot more days. than that. Yeah. In no, middle I, uh, school. I had uh, girlfriends where it wasn't anything more than just calling each other at night, maybe, and calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe holding hands. That's about as far as it got, you know? I don't even know if I talked on the phone with him. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I have no idea, but I didn't didn't have a first kiss until high school, so 
definitely wasn't kissing this guy. Mm. Yeah. I think we probably just like danced together at a dance or something. And then you we were like. You danced with him and then dump him on February 14th. Unbelievable. I know. It was a real heartbreaker, you yeah, know? sure is. My dad listens to this. He'll be like, how could you? Yeah, how I could you? I didn't raise you to be so, so vile. <laughs> what a confession. <laughs> oh, right. that, I honestly didn't even think about that until just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, poor Xander. Poor He's Xander. very sad. Mm-hmm. And then... Cordelia starts to apologize, but he just walks away. And then we cut to him the next day at school, his head hanging as he's walking through the hall. And I love how this keeps happening to the Scooby gang. (laughs) Like, first it was Buffy when she was paranoid about the Order of Taraka walking down the hallway. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. There's always like a walking down the hallway in your own head scene. Walking down the hallway was a big thing in high school. Remember, yeah. is like everybody's like at their you lockers. Process your emotions. Well, it was between classes too. It was like a f- short four-minute social time that you would try to, you know, hang out with some friends or see somebody or something. You know, it was a, it yeah. was a big deal. So whenever I mean, you see not these, for, not for me. Really? Well, in my high school, I think we've talked about this before. It was like so crowded in the hallways that like yeah. you're literally just trying to get for, like from one class to the next class in yeah. whatever amount of time you have. Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of that, too, you know, trying to get from one side of the school to the other. But still, our school wasn't very big until we got senior year. But, you know, yeah. for the first three years, it was little tiny school. So you had you had some time. Take you 60 seconds tops to get from one point to the other. Yeah, you know, not my That school. other three minutes, that's yours, you know? I walk friends. so fast now because I, like, trained myself. <laughs> now you walk so fast? I still walk so fast because of that. With those little legs of yours? Yeah, my little legs. <laughs> but the great thing about being small is I could just like weave in and out of people easily, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then we had, you know, last episode, Oz, after he found out he was a werewolf, walking werewolf? through the hallway, processing. Yeah. Yeah, I also looked up that. Did you? That thing, yeah. You looked up and the I was Mystery like, Science oh, Theater God. 3000? <laughs> yeah, and she does. It's not quite as bad as how you're saying it, but no, it's I, pretty close. I go close. a little overboard with it, but it's, it's yeah. pretty close. Werewolf. But it's funny because like the first, I'm assuming I saw the first instance of it and yeah. like, you know, they're they're making fun of her, obviously. And they're like, yeah. they're like it's pronounced werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Oral? I haven't watched very much Mystery Science Theater, but... Oh, it used to be one of my favorite things ever. When I was a kid, my mom and I used to go to a a movie rental store and we'd get Mm -hmm. like two or three of those for the weekend and we'd watch them at night and it was so much fun. That's so cute. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) Yeah, so he's walking, walking very sad in the hallway and then a rando guy pats Xander on the shoulder and says, dude, way to get dumped. (laughs) Which sounds kind of like a Hurleyism, but also who says that? Yeah, way to get dumped. <laughs> like, way to be an ass, random orange sweater wearing guy. Yeah, but in high school though, there are those randos who will just come up and just be like, I don't know what to say. I'll just say this because I say things. Say yeah. to say things, you know. Yeah. And they're just dumb observations. I might have had a few in my day. <laughs> Oh yeah, you were random. I was not random guy. guy. I was not random orange sweater guy. But you know, who knows? Probably said some stupid stuff in my days. Mm. You still do. Excuse me. What'd you say? 
said something. Anyway, Xander keeps doing his sad walk down the hall as Buffy storms past him in the opposite direction. He tries to stop her, but she says that she can't talk. It's Angel. Um, and then she shrugs off his help. And a group of girls walk by Xander laughing. And then Harmony says, gee, Xander, maybe you should learn a second language so that even more girls can reject you. Jeez, man. Getting it from all sides. This is rough. Yeah, this is a rough day for Xander. Yeah. If only there's a And then a way her he... friends all laugh and Cordelia is sitting with them again. Mm-hmm. Um, then Xander spots Amy, pulls her aside, and accuses her of being a witch. Yeah. Tells her that he saw what happened with Miss Beekman. And he says, I want some respect around here. I want for once to come out ahead. I want the Hellmouths to be working for me. You and me, Amy. And he looks back at Cordelia sitting with Harmony. Yeah. We're going to cast a little spell. I like that shot. We're going to cast a little spell. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's cool. And then we go to commercial and then um, and then we come back and Xander and Amy are talking in an empty classroom. And Amy is not on board with this. No, you know? well, how could she be? She's being blackmailed for her black magic. Am I uh-huh. right? Oh. Huh? 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 Eyebrows, all eyebrows. <laughs> um, and he tells Amy that he doesn't want Cordelia to love him for all eternity. He just wants her to be in love with him long enough for him to break up with her so that she has a taste of her own medicine. Yikes. She already got a taste with... of her own medicine. Yeah. Um, then he does threaten her with blackmail again. And Amy finally gives in, telling him that she's going to need a personal object of Cordelia's. Yep. Uh, in the library, Buffy shows Giles the soon card she received with the roses soon. and demands to know the deets on Angel's past so she can be prepared. Yeah. And then in the hallway, Xander follows Cordelia, demands the necklace back. She tells him that it's in her locker. She opens it and then kind of ducks behind the door to pull it out from under her shirt. She was wearing so she was it. Wearing Aww. it. Aww. She likes it. She likes it. Sander. She takes it off, hands it to him. Yeah. And then she says, it's a good thing we broke up. Now I don't have to pretend to like it. Good cover. Good cover. <sighs> it's <Yeah>. rough. <laughs> Xander takes it from her and walks away. But here's the thing, Pat. That necklace would have been warm from body heat. And yeah. so he would have known that she was wearing it. Yeah, well, maybe she she runs cold. You know, certain people run cold. I mean, yeah, not everybody. She does run cold. That's right. For sure. She she's got a cold attitude. You yeah, know, I wouldn't be surprised if her skin was cold too. Yeah, real reptile. This cold blooded, Gordy. Or like a vampire. Vampiro. Have we ever seen her in the daylight? That's what I want to know. Mm, yeah, pretty we sure have we a have. bunch of times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that night at at the school in the science lab. Xander is sitting cross-legged inside the circle of what looks like the female gender symbol um, yeah. painted oh, on the floor. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, and he's holding a candle and he's got no shirt on, Pat. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. what you always wanted. <laughs> Nikki Xander. More Get shirt more Nikki Xander. Xander. Yeah. He's got three vertical red stripes painted on his chest. <laughs> and this is basically, whenever I'm doing magic, this is how it looks. You know, yeah, 100%. I figured. I figured. Got to get out my red paint. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, all the beakers and, right. you know, I did ask myself, stuff. I was like, I wonder if Sammy ever does this to, like, make people do things for her or, like, cast a spell on somebody to be like, do a podcast with me or something, you know, like that? Mm, maybe. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just yeah. had this overwhelming urge one day where I was like, I must do podcasts. Yeah, yeah. that's that so could weird. be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I only use my powers for good, <laughs> like bringing this podcast into right, the world. Exactly. Good is very subjective. <laughs> um. So Amy is standing at a lab table. She's sort of like waving the locket over some witchy brew in a beaker. Hmm. Um. And she's speaking an incantation diana goddess of love and the hunt i pray to thee let my cries bind the heart of xander's beloved 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 (laughs) and she lowers the necklace into the brew and she says may she neither rest nor sleep and it sparks yeah until she submits to his will only and the flame of the burner becomes huge and these sort of like volcanic pink sparks of light shoot out from yeah. the witch brew intense and witch in between magic. her hands yeah red balls of burning love yeah hunk Woo. a hunk of burning love <laughs> right there hunk a burning love <laughs> and she says diana bring about this love and bless it and the swirls of energy begin to return to the beaker and disappear yeah and then amy says blow out the candle now to xander and xander blows out the candle and then the screen goes black and then next day at sunnydale high we get some cool guy music playing as oh. a cocky Xander walks in and approaches the table where Cordy is sitting with the popular girls. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow motion, no, Xander. No, that's not yet. Oh, that's not yet. Okay, that's okay, not okay. Yet. I know that. That part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm that real excited great. for that part. It's great, yeah. great part. Okay. Um, So he leans in on this table and smiles, but these girls are not amused. Mm, Cordelia not asks it. him what he wants and insults the necklace again. Yep. And then Xander leans into her and is like, is this love? Because maybe I knew it doesn't look that different. (laughs) And she pushes him away, calls him a stalker, and he's confused, but he kind of picks up on the fact that maybe the spell didn't work, and he walks away. Mm -hmm. In the library, Giles flips through a book and reads, Valentine's Day, Angel nails a puppy, and Buffy says, skip it. I don't want to know. I don't have a puppy. Skip it. (laughs) Yeah. Not needed. Details. Don't need to know what happened there. Giles uh, leaves to get another book as Xander walks in and complains about how terrible his life is. And Buffy says that she heard about him and Cordy. And she says that's her loss. Uh, Then she, she suggests that the two of them hang out together that night and comfort each other. And Xander Bounce makes a wow, joke. Wow. Yeah, well, wow, Xander wow. makes a joke asking if a lap dance would factor into that. Yeah. And Buffy takes a step closer to him, looks into his eyes and says, play your cards right. Yikes. 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 Um, Xander reminds her that he is, in fact, Xander. Yeah. And Buffy says, I don't know. I just heard that you and Cordy broke up, and I guess I was just surprised how glad I was. And she kind of plays with his shirt and says, it's funny how you can see someone every day but not really see them, you know? Jeepers. Oh, Jeepers, boy. creepers. Yeah. Um, and then she puts a finger on his lips to <laughs> shush him. Yeah. And moves in to kiss him. But before they smooch, Amy walks in. <laughs> and says that she wants to talk to Xander. And he really does not want to leave the situation that is happening to him. He doesn't? With Buffy. 
But he goes out into the hall. With I don't him, know. I think he. I, I felt like he was kind of weirded out by it. He's like, I don't know what to think about he's this. He's like, he's like, you he's know, on the fence. On the fence about yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, so, well, I won't I? Don't know. Yeah. So he goes out into the hall with Amy, and she tells him that she doesn't think the spell worked out right, and that they should they should try again, or they can just hang out. And Xander's like only half paying attention to her because he's mm-hmm. also watching Buffy through the window in the library door. Yeah. Um. And uh, he watches Buffy put a finger in her mouth and then chewing oh boy. <laughs> chewing her hair. Oh, this is from afar, too, like through the door, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy says, I like spending time with you. You're so sweet. You know, yeah. it's funny how you can see a person every day and then it dawns on Xander <laughs> what's happening. And for me, this is when the episode got really fun. <laughs> i was like oh i see what's happening here okay this okay. gonna be a good time yeah <laughs> and then so xander finishes for him for her not really see them so he's he's like uh damn it <laughs> <laughs> um and then another girl with hair that is straight out of the 50s like i i was like what's going on with this woman's hair she looks like a stepford wife uh, she approaches to ask Xander to study with her, and Amy <laughs> is like, um, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking. Um, and Xander starts to panic and then leaves as both girls watch him go upset. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Xander closing his bedroom door behind him. <laughs> he backs into his bed and sits down, but then jumps up because Willow is there. There's somebody in the bed. Under the sheets. <laughs> it's Willow. Yeah. And she's wearing his shirt. Right. Justice shirt is what it looks like. Mm hmm. Oh, geez. She says, Don't be so jumpy. I've been in your bed before. Things are and getting out says, of hand. Yeah, but Will, we were both in footy pajamas. Yeah. Willow or won't he? Hmm. No? No. Okay. Uh, and she proceeds to throw herself at him, getting out of the bed. And this is when it is revealed that she is wearing only his shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, Willow, my no. word. Yeah. Or my sentence. You're what? She tells, oh, sentence. I get it. Right, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. call back. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, she tells him she wants him to be her first. And Xander says, baseman, please tell me we're talking about baseball. <laughs> and she puts her hands on his chest and leans in to kiss him. But Xander pulls away and she says, is it Oz? Don't worry about him. He's sweet, but he's not you. And Xander goes, yes, he is. And you should go to him because he's me. Um, I think, you know, he's like, I'm really smart coming up with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Willow off. starts to suck on his earlobe. Yeah, this got out of control. I was like, whoa, really, when did this really show turn NC-17WP? Hello. <laughs> uh, Xander does not know what to do. He is panicking. Mm. Um, and he says, I don't want to use force. And she goes, force is okay. Yeah, what? What's happening here? <laughs> a... <laughs> I can't handle this. And she tries for his ear again, and he pushes her away. And says, that's it. This has got to stop. It's time for me to act like a man. And he opens the door behind him. And he says, and hide. And then he runs out. (laughs) And we cut to the hall at school. Cordelia approaches the huddle of popular girls. And they cross their arms and look disapprovingly at her. And Harmony says, Xander is wounded because because of you. They all walk past her in disgust. And Cordelia says, are you tripping? I thought you wanted me to break up with him. 
And Harmony says, only a sick pup would let Xander away, <laughs> no matter what her friend said. Yeah. Sorry, would let Xander get away. And they all leave in a huff. And Cordelia's <laughs> like, what does it take to make you people happy? Right. I know. So she is, she's just not having any luck today. No. She's, uh, she's having a rough go. And this, Pat. Yeah. This is where we get the sweet, oh, here funky we go. 70s beat with yeah. a low shot on Xander's shoes mm-hmm. as he pushes open the doors to the school. Yeah. He walks into the hall in slow motion to the hallway tune of time. Got slow the mo. love mm-hmm. by the average white band. Got the love, got the love. Got the love, got the love. Yeah. And Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Oh, well fantastic done. Fantastic sequence. Marty Noxon and James A. Contner. Well, you done. know how I love slow mo Xander. It's my oh. favorite Xander. And just the the music, it's all beautiful. Yeah. And we get this great scene. He he's slow mo. All the women are eye humping the shit out of him. <laughs> oh my as goodness. He's walking by. <laughs> and all the guys are so pissed that he's getting all this attention. Yeah. Um, like Xander it. makes his way to the library and then he throws himself at Giles's mercy. He says, I made a mess, Giles. See, I found out that Amy's into witchcraft and I was hurt, I guess. So I made her put the love whammy on Cordy, but it backfired. And now every woman in Sunnydale wants to make me her cuddle monkey, which <laughs> may sound swell on paper, but, and he's interrupted by Jenny entering the library, marching up to Giles. Oh, this is great. Um, but she's <laughs> like, she's like, oh, nice shirt, Xander. And she like keeps her hand on his arm. Yeah. Um, And she's, you know, she's telling Giles that she's not just going to go away, that she cares about him. And she's continuing to rub Xander's arm. And then she stops herself and asks Xander if he's been working out. Mm. And so Xander gives Giles a see what I mean kind of look. Yeah. He's like, do you see this? Do you see this? Yeah. And Giles (laughs) pulls Jenny away and uh, watches her make eyes at Xander. Yeah. And he and Giles goes, I cannot believe that you are fool enough to do something like this. And Xander says, oh, no, I'm twice the fool it takes to do something (laughs) like this. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Uh, And uh, he Giles impresses upon Xander how serious this is, that people under a love spell are deadly. They lose all capacity for reason. And as he's saying this, Jenny is just like rubbing her like face <laughs> yeah, down and her neck to... and like her body it's like yeah. beatles mania it's oh she can't phenomenal. handle it she yeah. cannot handle it <laughs> yeah it's too much <laughs> um so then giles tells xander not to leave the library while he goes to find amy and he starts to leave and then he sees jenny kind of like sashaying over to xander <laughs> yeah. and he's like i better he's like, <laughs> so oh. he grabs her and takes takes her with him um and then uh, Xander moves the card catalog in front of the library doors to like block them from opening, <laughs> so but funny. they open both ways. So. Yeah. Dewey Decimal System ain't stopping that when they open nope. the other way. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, those doors swing both ways. And who comes swinging in, Pat? Is it Buffy and Amy? It's a naked Buffy. Oh, right. In She's a in raincoat her... and high heels. Oh, I thought it was like a silk uh, bathrobe. What's a raincoat? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I think it's more of a coat than right. like a bathrobe. Okay. Looked a little stiffer than like a bathrobe. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah. So she's in a raincoat and high heels. Hot chihuahua. 
Hot Chihuahua. <laughs> she starts <laughs> swinging the belt, playing with the belt on the raincoat. And Xander says, Buff, for the love of God, don't open that raincoat. Yeah, Buff in the Buff. Oh, hello. Hello. She keeps walking towards him and he keeps backing away and she starts to unbutton the coat and Xander tries to tell her that this isn't real. She's only doing this because of the spell. And then she gets upset and she's like, what, this isn't real? And Amy comes in and tells Buffy to get away from him. Mm. She says, I know what his heart wants. And Buffy says, funny, I know what your face wants. And she punches her in the face. Yeah. (laughs) Which I was like, I fucking love that line. Oh. Amy falls to the floor and then Buffy whirls back to Xander and she's like, what is this? You're two-timing me? And I thought this was more like Willie the Snitch. Yeah. Oh, you're two-timing me, huh? Yeah, see? I thought you were playing what, on you the up and up me? now. Hey, now. Mm. Amy gets back up and she starts a new spell. She says, a nude spell? <laughs> a new spell, <laughs> not a nude spell. Gotcha. Wouldn't have any effect on Buffy. Right. Um... She says, goddess Hecate, work thy will before thee. Let the unclean thing crawl. And she shoots the spell blast beams at Buffy. Yeah. And we don't see what happens. Yeah. Her eyes like glow, get like black at first. Yeah. No white in them eyes. Yeah. Um, We don't actually see what happens, but Buffy says, oh my God. Or sorry, Xander says that. And then we cut to a commercial. (laughs) Commercial break. Whew. Let me cool down for a second. Let me get some ice cubes. Yikes. (laughs) and then back from the commercial buffy's raincoat is laying on the floor in a pile or bathrobe either way or bathrobe pretty sure it's a raincoat but (laughs) because what is it that xander says for the love of god don't open that raincoat so oh i'm right okay you're right uh xander (laughs) steps up to the raincoat as giles and jenny come back in the library and a rat crawls out of buffy's raincoat yeah Xander tells Amy to change Buffy back and then Jenny enters the fray and the two women begin to bicker. Amy starts to pray to Hecate again, but Xander puts <laughs> his hand over her mouth to Quit stop her. with the her. Hecate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he's, he's like. Stop with the Hecate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we cut to the hallway where Cordelia closes her locker and finds Harmony and her gang with their arms crossed, giving her dagger eyes. And Mm. Harmony says, it's just not right. You never loved him. You just used him. You make me sick. And Cordelia says, okay, Harmony, if you need to borrow my might all, just ask. Ooh. And um, two period jokes in a row with these shows. Yeah. Last episode and this one. Right. I mean, period jokes are always good. Good fun, you know. Definitely. (laughs) Harmony slaps Cordelia across the face and she's stunned and tries to leave, but another girl blocks her in, and then she's shoved to the floor by the mean girls. <laughs> Back in the library, Giles has had enough of this malarkey, yeah. and he tells Amy and Jenny to sit down and be quiet, which they do, um, as he and Xander try to catch the Buffy rat. Uh, Buffy rat turn, runs behind a bookcase before Xander can catch her, so he kind of like goes to the other end of the bookcase as Giles goes to the like front other side front end mm-hmm. why don't you just point in the library where you are <laughs> oh right no yeah. it's not in this scene. from this side uh, oh, okay <laughs> it would be it would be in front of me <laughs> um basically they each take one side of the bookcase yeah that's all i was trying to say i don't know why i made it that complicated <laughs> that's okay details you know 
Yeah. And then Oz comes in and punches Xander right in the face. Oh, man. And he like shakes his hand and he's like, that kind of hurt. And Xander says, kind of? What was that for? Oz says, I was on the phone all night listening to Willow cry about you. Now, I don't know exactly what happened, but I was left with a very strong urge to hit you. Yikes. And then he offers his hand to help Xander up, which Mm. Xander takes. And he says, I didn't touch her, I swear. And then Xander tells him that um, Amy turned Buffy into a rat. And Giles tells Xander to go home and lock himself away that he'll only cause more problems by being there. Yeah. And uh, he says he, Amy, and Jenny will try to break the spell and ask Oz to help search for the Buffy rat. Xander looks like he wants to stay and help, but Giles says, just go. Get out of my sight. Go get out of my sight. Get gone. You know? Get gone. Get gone. (laughs) You fool. You fool. (laughs) He's like, I'm twice the fool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So then he leaves with his head down as Oz looks for Buffy Rat. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Always with the sad Charlie Brown music. Yeah. Um, out in the hallway, Xander sees the gang of girls attacking Cordy, and he scoops her up into his arms and walks away, followed by the group of crazy girls, including a lunch lady. <laughs> lunch lady gets in on the action. She wants a piece of that Xander pie, too. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she can't help herself. No. <laughs> uh, back in the library, Giles reads from a book and talks to Amy. He says, you must have botched the ritual so that Cordelia's necklace actually protected her from the spell. That one should be easily reversible. Where did you learn animal transformation? But Amy just asks him why she, why he sent Xander away. And then she and Den- Jenny start bickering again. Yeah. And Giles says, instead of making me ill, why doesn't one of you try to help me? Xander <laughs> has put himself in very great danger. If you cared at all about him, you'd help me save him rather than wittering on about your feelings. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, But when he looks up from his rant to Amy, Jenny is gone. Uh, Xander and Cordelia make it outside. And then um, they wind up in front of Willow, who is crying, holding an axe at the front of an even larger crazy mob of women. Oh, she's mad here. She is so mad. She says to Xander, you don't know how hard this is for me. I love you so much. I'd rather see you dead than with that (laughs) bitch. And she comes at him with the axe. This is mayhem. I was like, boy, we're really really going there, huh? Yeah, this is, I mean, love spells. They say, Professor Slughorn says in Harry Potter that you know, the love potion is probably the most, most deadly dangerous. or dangerous potion in that yeah, room. Because... I believe it after seeing this episode. Hell yeah. Jeez. So anyway, yeah. Uh, da, 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 she raises the axe and starts towards him and the two mobs converge and suddenly Harmony is fighting with Willow, which gives Xander and Cordelia time to escape. I love how it's a fire axe too. It's like she went into a firehouse, like the local firehouse, to get the biggest, reddest axe that she could find. The kind with a well, point probably, on the back. She probably found it in the school. Oh, she probably smashed one of the uh, in case of a fire. Yeah, because remember, remember when Buffy did that in School Hard? Oh yeah, good call. To yeah. uh, to attack Spike. Right, right. Yeah, so she just did the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. So then we cut to Buffy Rat making it into the basement, followed closely by Oz. But she runs into a black cat. Black cat, Thackeray Binks. Thackeray Binks. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> yeah. And is this the cat from the uh, open of the show every week? Because we open? see like a cat like meow. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the one titles. that was the one. Well, no, that cat was in Amy's mother's witch room, like witchy oh, attic. Oh, right. Remember that, when she jumps that cat out. jumped out at Giles. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I used to have a yeah. black cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And you know what her name was? Mm, noir kitty oh boy k-i-t-t-y we couldn't think of a name so we just went with kitty that's okay we had a black and white one you know what her name was dog oreo oh (laughs) 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 yeah that's a good one we had one that was tiger striped you know what her name was tiger tiger yeah that's close yeah so nice Mm mm-hmm and our cat is named willow and she's kind of more like willow in this episode i gotta yeah. say angry <laughs> axe willow <laughs> fine <laughs> wielding axes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep so yeah the buffy so rides in the, the basement there's a cat now it's dark and cordelia and xander are running down buffy street cordelia asks him who died and made you elvis um and they knock on the summer's door and joyce lets them in Joyce tells Cordelia to go get band-aids, and of course she starts hitting on Xander. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. I was like, well, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. Um, yeah, she Joycey. starts massaging his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then Cordelia comes back in and pushes Joyce out the kitchen door, locking it behind <laughs> her. And she says, keep your mom-aged mitts off my boyfriend, oh, former. And right. she looks at Xander, why has everyone gone insane? And he says, <laughs> insane? Is it so impossible for you to believe that other women find me attractive? Yeah. And she says, the only way you could get girls to want you would be witchcraft. And Xander says, that is such a, well, yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> That's an accurate <laughs> statement. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joyce breaks through one of the window panes <laughs> in the door. And Smash. like her hand, her hand comes through and she's like looking for the lock. And she's like, come on, honey, let Joyce see in. Yeah, you know what I wanted her to say? What? Here's Joycey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. I figured you would have thought of it. I but... thought you were going to say, I don't stand for this kind of malarkey in my <laughs> oh, house. Ted. Yeah. yeah. Nah, here's Joycey's good. That is a good one. So Xander and Cordelia run up to Buffy's room, saying that they'll be safer there, but Angelus reaches in, grabs Xander and says, works in theory, and then pulls him out through the window, and we cut to commercial. Mm -hmm. Back from commercial, Buffy Rat seems to have eluded the cat, but she's getting dangerously close to an old-school mousetrap. Yeah. Yeah. Baited with some old-school cheese. I mean, who Mm -hmm. baits their traps with cheese it's always peanut butter come on you don't want to waste good good cheese i want to say the ones in my house growing up were peanut butter yeah cheese is for the eating yeah Yeah. you can't waste cheese i mean i don't i don't like peanut butter so i'm you know you're fine with giving it to the rats uh yeah it doesn't matter to me (laughs) but yeah yeah definitely would much rather eat the cheese um and then on Buffy's roof, Angelus demands to know where Buffy is. Then he throws Xander off the roof. Xander tries kneeing him in the crotch, but Angelus is not phased. He just flips Xander onto the ground. And then he uh, Angelus is thrown powerfully into a tree by someone who Xander assumes is Buffy. Mm. But 
It's Drew it's to the rescue. And Drewy is thirsty. Yeah, she's <laughs> thirsty. All right. <laughs> she wants the Xander drink. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She says, don't fret, kitten. Mommy's here. <laughs> and her face is all vamp. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then after a little bickering with Angel and growling at each other, she says to Xander, your face is a poem. I can read it. And Xander <laughs> says, really? It doesn't say spare me by any chance. <laughs> and Drusilla says, shh. And she kisses him. And yeah. says, how do you feel about eternal life? And Xander goes, we couldn't just start with a coffee? A movie maybe? <laughs> and she moves in to bite him. Yeah. But the angry mob finally catches up with them. Right. Willow at the front with the axe. Yeah, lunch um, lady's part of it too. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's front and center. <laughs> uh, they uh, they knock Xander to the ground, and then Cordelia rushes back out and pulls him into the house again, locking the door behind them. Um, and Drusilla busts down the kitchen door, yeah. but she can't get in because she is not invited. Oh, right. Yep. Uh, so the mob rushes past her as Angelus taunts her. Um, then we cut to Xander and Cordelia inside the front door. Joyce comes up behind them holding a knife and she says, it's never going to work for us, Xander. We have to end it. Jeez. So getting many, out of hand. It's really getting out of hand. I mean, it got hand. out of hand a so while many, like, ago. So like suicide pact things yeah, happening. Like, like what's going on? knives, right? Yeah. Because at first, I'm sure Xander was like, this is going to be pretty sweet, you know? Yeah, like, okay, okay. This but is cool. Everybody's giving me attention. Very but, quickly. Yeah. Which is kind of what Giles said, you know? Yeah. It's like, these mm -hmm. people are dangerous. Right. This isn't uh, magic you should mess with. No, they are murderous. Murderous. Uh, so then Xander and Cordelia make a run for a basement, which is back where it all began for them, Pat. Oh, that's true. Where they got locked up together and made their first smoochies, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in the Sunnydale High basement, Oz is still searching for Buffy, who's getting closer and closer to that mouse trap. A lot of basements. Mm -hmm. uh, Giles is in the lab trying to reverse the spell with Amy. Xander is nailing two by fours to the basement door. And Cordelia is yelling at him about embracing the dark arts just to get girls to like him. But he tells her that the spell was for her. And she seems a little flattered by that. Yeah. And when She's Xander like, is uh, boarding up me? the door... I was like, he's boarding it up on the wrong side again. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to get through. <laughs> he's going to pull it open once they get through that little latch there. I know. <laughs> a knife blade uh, in the door breaks up Xander and Cordelia's tender moment. That's and they scary. move further into the basement as a basement window crashes open. <laughs> and a girl screams, please let me touch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It. <laughs> so chaotic. Ugh. And then yeah. in the boiler room, Buffy crawls into the mouse trap. There's just so many. We're like bouncing between so oh, many yeah. things here. Back and forth. Back in the science lab, Amy chants, goddess of creatures, great and small, I conjure thee to withdraw. Hecate, I hereby license thee to depart. <laughs> so much Hecate. And Giles sprinkles some powder into the beaker and mm -hmm. sparks start to fly from it. And then in the boiler room, Oz sees flashing behind the crate where Buffy rat was. And then Buffy kind of like flips her head up, out and up from behind a crate. Fully Buffy again. Fully Buffy. And then fully and nude. Well, we don't know about that yet. Oh, okay. I, mean, I know about yeah, that. Yeah, we pretty much guess at this point, I think. <laughs> 
Um, in the Summer's basement, the mob finally breaks in. As in the science lab, Giles chants, Diana, goddess of love, be gone. And he puts some herbs into the brew uh, mm. and it sparks. He says, hear no more thy siren song. Xander and Cordelia are fighting off the mob. And then Giles drops the necklace into the beaker. Magic swirls around him and Amy. It's like this big kind of power that's happening. And then it stops. And then in the summer's basement, the spell breaks and the mob of women are confused about where they are. Yeah, real quick. I got to jump in because yeah, jump in. when Cordelia is on the floor and like um, uh, Xander is with her yeah. and like the whole mob of ladies are like attacking them yeah, on the floor. Yeah, they're like fighting them back. Charisma Carpenter looks like it's the worst day of her life on set. Mm. she's like this is not how i wanted to spend my day like (laughs) laying on a cold concrete floor in this dress or whatever she's wearing yeah just being attacked by the lunch lady and crew (laughs) it's like she's like i did not sign up for this garbage like what is this like just on her face she's like "Eh, eh." like she was not i don't think she was acting 100 percent in that and i could see it like in her face like i'm not into this i never even noticed that yeah you should go back and look at it she's just like (laughs) it's like she's not with it (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it seemed like it was probably a lot of running around for them so a lot of running around but also you know i'm sure they just spent a lot of time on that set where it's just crammed in you know yeah it's probably just uncomfortable very claustrophobic yeah yeah so let's see uh then back in the boiler room buffy realizes she's naked and she says hi oz I seem to be having a slight case of nudity here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slight case. And she asked him to go get his uh, to go get her some clothes. And I was like, you know what? Oz is the guy that you want in the situation where you like turn back naked, even if there aren't any crates to cover you up, because he is a gentleman and he'll turn away <laughs> and he'll be like, "Yep, I got you. I'll help you out." He's not going right. to make it a sexual thing. Yeah, you know, like Xander. He's Xander get questionable. Some peaks. Yeah, no. well, he's got that that passive perviness. It'll rear its yeah. ugly head, you know. Giles, yeah. Giles is another good one. He'd That's be fine. That's true. Yeah. yeah, he'd be very awkward about it though. Right. And stammer a lot. Principal uh, ears, whatever his name is. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while, huh? Not to be trusted though. That one. Snyder. No. 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 Snyder. Well, he would like call the police, and then she'd have to like go <laughs> right. outside naked, and it exactly. would be the worst. It'd be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, back in the summer's basement, Cordelia plays it off as the best scavenger hunt ever. <laughs> this was so much fun. <laughs> um, then the next day at school, Buffy is skeptical at the scavenger hunt cover up. She's like, "Really? People that are works. buying that?" Yeah. Um, and Xander is sad about being incredibly unpopular again. Um, he says, "Is that, he though? Come on, Xander." Well, yeah. So he. <laughs> He says it like, you know, that he's back to being incredibly unpopular. And Buffy's like, yeah, well, better than like almost getting axe murdered. Yeah, what do you, you want to die or just, you know, have to be a normal human being again? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely better. But Willow won't even talk to him. And Buffy's like, is there any reason she should? Like, she's got no sympathy Because she's like, this was the hardest, you know, on her. So she's, yeah, she says, Xander, I mean, this is worse for her than anyone else. She loved you before you invoked the great roofie spirit. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of us, I remember coming on to you. I remember begging you to undress me. 
and then a sudden need for cheese. Mm. <laughs> I also remember that you didn't. And she thanks him for that. Um, outside the school, Cordy is walking with Harmony and the Cordettes again. You gotta think how guilty that lunch lady is feeling <laughs> right now. <laughs> She's probably just like, what the fuck? She's like sitting there just just plopping I, uh, mashed potatoes on trays like, what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> All those girls saw what I was up to. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go home to her family. Yeah. I don't know what to think here. Yeah. Going to church. Well, I mean, at least she wasn't the only one. Everybody was in on it. I know. She can't feel too bad. It's very weird. Yeah. She's like some scavenger hunt, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Yeah. Poor lunch Um, So, yeah. Outside the school, Cordy's walking with Harmony and the Cordettes again, and all seems hunky-dory. Harmony bumps into Zambert. Zamber. Zamber. <laughs> Zander. <laughs> Zamberoni is how you clean the ice hockey rink. <laughs> uh, Zamber. I don't know where that came from. Uh, she insults him and then Cordelia calls her a sheep. She goes, you're a sheep. All you ever do is what everyone else does just so you can say you did it first. And here I am scrambling for your approval when I'm way cooler than you are because I'm not a sheep. I do what I want to do and I wear what I want to wear. And you know what? I'll date whoever the hell I want to date, no matter how lame he is. And Xander was like sort of smiling and then just kind of like, what? <laughs> um, and then Cordelia leaves the group and goes over to him and he smiles again and um she takes his arm and they start walking together along the colonnade and cordelia says oh god oh god and xander pats her on the hand and he says you're gonna be okay just keep walking <laughs> cordelia says oh god what have i done they're never gonna speak to me again and xander yeah. says oh sure they are if it helps whenever we're around them you and i can fight a lot and cordelia says you promise and xander says you can pretty much count on it Mm. They both smile as they continue walking off. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So what she said to Harmony, though, didn't quite make sense. She said, you're a sheep. You just do what everybody else does just so you can say you did it first. But if everybody else has done it, you're yeah, not you can't doing it first. The, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I mean, you could still say you did it first. I guess so. It just you know? didn't quite make sense to me. No, it doesn't really it. make sense. But yeah, but that's you know, that's being a do? sheep. I guess. I guess. Not really making mm. sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what'd you think episode. of this episode, Pat? Oh, I had fun with this one. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I didn't know where it was going because I thought it was interesting how this episode isn't quite. It's not quite a monster of the week. It's bordering on Monster of the Week because everybody's monsters, right? Yeah. But it's also not Big Bad. Yet we did have Spike and Drusilla, a short cameo of mm-hmm. both. And uh, Angel. Plus Angel. Yeah. So it's sort of this weird sort of hybrid crossover that doesn't really doesn't really fit in either of the oeuvres. There's a reason for that, and I'm going to get to that in the trivia. Oh, fun. Okay. So I have a lot of trivia for this. So first of all, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered is an Ella Fitzgerald song. Okay. So that's where the title comes from. Love me some Ella. Yep. Uh, Nicholas Brendan says that this episode is one of his favorites. He plays Xander. 
Um, and he found it of really hard. Of course it's one of his favorites. How could <laughs> yeah. it not be? All the women just swooning over him and advancing on him. Come on, yeah. even the lunch lady. Come on. How could it not be your favorite? Yeah. Um, and he found it hard not to laugh while filming the seduction scenes. Of course. Then uh, when casting the love spell for um, for Xander, Amy invokes the goddess Diana. But Wonder Woman. In... What? That's Wonder Woman. Her name's Diana. That's right. That is her name. Um, <laughs> but in Roman mythology, Diana, or her Greek counterpart Artemis, is the goddess of the hunt, the moon, and parts of nature, not love. The goddess of love would be Venus... Uh, in Roman mythology, or uh, Aphrodite in Greek mythology. So kind of weird that Diana was chosen, but it's sort of kind of funny at the same time because she is the goddess of the hunt. And Hmm. like this mob of women were hunting him down. Right. So maybe if you just called on the right goddess, Amy. Right. (laughs) Right. They just went with the wrong goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Diana is sworn to be a maiden forever and follows of her like swear off men an old maiden uh she's a young maiden maidens are generally young but she's okay so basically she's like a virgin goddess gotcha so doesn't really make sense for her to be goddess of love an iron maiden what like the rock band iron maiden do you know what an iron maiden is absolutely not have you seen sleepy hollow yeah the johnny depp movie Mm mm-hmm Okay, do you oh, remember? Oh, I know what it is. It's what you put them in. It's like a torture device thing with pins and stuff, yes. right? You put them in this statue thing. Yeah. Yeah, scary. That's what an Iron Maiden is. Yeah, okay. Some fucked up shit, man. Turns out I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I dusted that little piece of trivia off on a shelf back in my brain. Yep. Hey, look what's sitting here. Iron Maiden. Also, Hecate. <laughs> yeah, what is Hecate. So Hecate is, um, she is the goddess of magic. Um, so she's a Greek goddess also. Uh-huh. Um, and she is a goddess of magic, witchcraft, the night, moons, ghosts. And she's generally, she's generally associated with crossroads or like entrances and exits um, with plants. So... I don't really know that it makes sense for her to be called upon, but she, you know, to to like turn people into rats. But I guess like I think it entrances just sounds and cool. exits and like she's she's often seen as like a dark goddess, like gotcha. a goddess of like dark black magic, um, hmm. which kind of depending on what you believe and what you read is maybe true, maybe not. I mean, I kind of believe that everybody goddesses or people have their dark and their light so you know yeah. but a- amy just kind of threw her hands up and was like what the heck it <laughs> mm-hmm. um but she does have she like dogs are really sacred to her i don't know about rats so much um but yeah i don't i honestly don't know a, to- a whole lot about hecate um but I figured that since I was giving you some info on Diana, I should give you some info on Hecate. Thank you. Because you would wonder what the Hecate was all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then in the beginning, when Harmony taunts Cordelia by asking when she and Xander are going to start wearing matching outfits, at the end, Xander and Cordelia are in color-coordinated outfits. Ooh. Matchy, so match, match, match. 
Um, an X-Men 2099 poster is on the wall in Xander's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joss Whedon is an avid X-Men fan, citing Kitty Pride as an inspiration for Buffy. He also wrote a 24-issue run for Astonishing X-Men in 2008. Interesting. Hmm. So, um, Buffy receives the long box full of roses with a card that says soon. In soon. I Know What You Did Last Summer, Sarah Michelle Geller, Geller's character awakens to find the same message written on her mirror and lipstick. Oh, she gets a lot of this soon, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, and then in the cemetery at the very beginning, we see the name Alpert shown on a tomb behind Buffy and Xander, uh, which is, yeah, Alpert. It's named after the producer, Richard Alpert. Fun. And last but not least, this episode was not supposed to exist, which is why it feels a little bit out of place. Interesting. Um, instead, we were supposed to move right on to the next um, episode. Yep. And which we can't talk about. Which we can't talk about. Um, but the creators had to concoct something in a hurry to, uh, to accommodate Sarah Michelle Geller's absence for filming on SNL. Hmm. Uh, so they turned her into a rat. Basically, Joss Whedon was like, uh, he says, we wrote it in a matter of days. We were like, we have to think of something that will turn Sarah into a rat for four days. So <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar shot all of her her scenes first before she left to film SNL and then everything genius. else was shot. Absolutely genius. What a great yeah. episode because of that. Yep. Yeah. So I know I was like, this ended up being a pretty fun episode for yeah. You know, for that, like, kind of manufactured reason. Right. No Buffy. Still going to have a good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. there you go. All right. Fun episode. Well. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Time to get into Lost. What do you say? I say. Go ahead. (laughs) Let's do it. I wanted to say some kind of captain thing, but I was oh, like, I already okay. said mate, so I can't say mate. You could have said, ahoy, matey. But I had you already said, said mate, so. Yeah, okay. Thar she blows. Thar she that? blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is Lost Season 2, Episode 2. This one's titled Adrift. The original air date is September 28th, 2005. It's written by Stephen Maida. Maida? Maida? Maria who? Maria ha. (laughs) (laughs) And also (laughs) Leonard Dick, uh, directed by Stephen Williams. Uh, So this episode's... Oh, wait. Let's get into your predictions first. Yes. So I thought that the backstory was going to be Sawyer or Michael. Mm -hmm. And I said that we were going to get back to the raft this episode. We were back on the raft. I also said that I was going to keep my prediction from the end of season one, that the Rafties are going to have to put out the fire and make their way back to the island. Wow. Look at this. And I said, Sawyer isn't dead. Mm. And I also said previously, I don't think that everyone on the raft will make it back alive if they make it back to the island at all. I know. Now Dave and I say that every time. (laughs) We start an episode. We're like, previously on Lost. <laughs> we don't watch that section. We still skip through it, but. Jeez. Yeah. 
It's a good time. Previous Sorry, what was that? What was that last? Uh, what yeah, was you that were, last prediction? You were too, too into <laughs> I was too caught up in the previous unlost. unlost. <laughs> uh, so I had said that I don't think everyone on the raft will make it back alive if they make it back at all. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Well, you almost got all of them. I know. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So this episode starts on a fiery, chaotic scene at night in the water where we see Sawyer. Shaboom. Shaboom from the raft fighting to swim and stay alive. Everyone's yelling for each other. They're all screaming, Michael, Walt, Jean, Sawyer. Everybody's yelling for each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sawyer pulls an unconscious. It's just like in, um... <laughs> it's just like in uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. See, I blocked that one out of my mind. I repressed those memories. I did not like that movie. <laughs> but I'll take your Dr. word for Scott. it. Dr. Scott. <laughs> so, Sawyer pulls, damn it, Janet. Sawyer pulls an unconscious Michael out of the water onto some raft wreckage, and he starts pounding his chest. This is the yeah. law school of medicine. Yep. You pound their chest instead of administering a CPR. Yeah, I was like, you're going to have to get your lips in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pucker up, pal. So then we cut to Locke at the hatch, and he's propelling down into the shaft of the hatch. So this is where I was like, wait, are we going back in time? I know. I was like, at first I was a little bit pissed, but then I'm like, no, this is fine. I'm okay with this. Yeah, it's like this. different perspectives of what we've already seen from the first yeah, episode of the season. Yeah, because we only saw, we only really saw from Jack's perspective. I mean, we saw right. Kate dropping down into it, but then right. chaos, and then that was it. And then when Jack goes in, Kate and, and Locke are already in there. Yeah, so this so. episode sort of fills in some of the holes that we missed out when we were spending time with the other characters. Yeah. So then after we see him rappel down, we get the lost title. Sawyer, we cut back after the Sawyer, uh, after the lost title, and Sawyer is still beating on Michael's chest. Then he's like, all right, do CPR. He doesn't say that. He's That's just his like internal monologue, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, they're going <laughs> to rose in jacket. They're going to rose in jacket. I'll never let go. I'll never let go. Yeah. So he starts CPR, which works magically. Look at that, yeah. you know? Sawyer's magic lips. Right. (laughs) This magic voice and his magic lips. So Michael wakes up and he's kind of coughing and he's looking for Walt and he's very upset, still choking on water. And Sawyer has to restrain Michael, who's frantically looking for Walt. Mm -hmm. Flashback to Walt talking with a lawyer. It's a custody attorney. It's Michael. It's, oh. (laughs) <laughs> Walt yeah, is do- not talking to an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hi, Mr. Lawyer." Oh yeah, let me just change that in my notes. Michael he talking is with a one lawyer. One years old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Flashback to Michael. Can't even say the, the word top. lawyer yet. <laughs> flashback to Michael talking with a lawyer. It's a custody attorney. Yeah. And they go so over I was the right. paperwork. You were right about the flashback. Mm-hmm. Yep. They go over paperwork that Michael's ex-wife has sent over. Michael corrects him saying that she's not his ex-wife and it's just Walt's mother. It doesn't seem like uh, this attorney is taking this case very seriously is what no. I was thinking. I was like, and he's, he's also like, <laughs> he's also just like, what does he say? He says something like, I'm, if I'm the best you can afford, right. you know, you're, I'm like, yeah, oh. it's not looking so good. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, pal, why don't you work on doing your job? All right. It doesn't matter yeah, how much I'm you're still making. paying you. Right. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. So he calls Michael, Mr. Don, which Michael corrects him that it's actually Dawson. <laughs> this guy's a real piece of work. This, yeah. this attorney. And then they talk about our favorite Brian Porter. 
Fucking Brian Fucking Porter. Fire Couldn't Brian afford Porter. her. <laughs> Couldn't afford her. Yeah. And uh, Michael can't afford uh, a better lawyer too. So yeah. Um, how Susan and how Susan wants Michael to relinquish his rights as Walt's father so that Mr. Porter can legally adopt him. Michael's not a fan of this idea, of course, and he agrees to file an injunction to try to keep. This is so crazy. Okay. Like, yeah. it really sucks that, uh, what's her name? Susan is trying to take Walt from Michael. But, like, do you have to dig the the knife in deeper and say, oh, also, we're just going to take away your parental rights because right. why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you want to do some lines? Oh, yeah, I do. Did you find the scene? Yep. Okay. So let's start. Uh, you're going to be Michael. Because okay. I want to be the sniveling attorney here. Okay. He's not really sniveling. He's just I know, but like... I'm going to make him sniveling because that's my take on the character. Okay. I'm going to oh, add okay. a little flair to it. Okay. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. you be Michael and let's start at, yeah, so then can I stop her from going? Yeah. So then can I stop her from going? Well, I guess we could file an injunction so she couldn't leave the city, but. Yeah, that, that. I want to do that. Right. Um, Mr. Dawson, the fact that you came in through these doors, it tells me something. It tells me that I'm the best that you can afford. If we go forward with this, it's going to take money, a lot of it, even at my rates. <laughs> this is David and Goliath. So I've got to ask you, are you sure you want to do this? They're not taking my son away. All right. That's good. That's you good. sound like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Really? Playing this guy. Oh yeah. my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Like if Only Philip one of the Seymour greatest Hoffman actors ever. Guy, that's, who, that's who he would sound like. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I'll take that as a uh, compliment. Yeah, you're welcome. So back to the raft, Michael and Sawyer, they yell at each other. That's what they do in this episode. Oh, and... so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Michael yells for Walt and Sawyer tells him to save his energy and that Walt is most likely not within shouting distance and Michael doesn't care as he says but if he can hear me he knows that I'm alive and I'm coming for him and I'm going yeah, to get him back. Yeah why aren't they find, trying to find Jin? Right? They yeah they, there's not Jin. much talk about Jin. No. They've kind of moved on from Jin very quickly and that's that's not making me feel feel good about this. No. Okay? I thought it's they had something going either. with Jin. You know? Yeah. Yeah but he says right now all I've got is that I mean, maybe he can my understand son can his hear name. Me. Right. Yeah and he knows Starboard and a few other uh, sailing terms. So yeah. he's very useful. Food, hungry. Or Food, eat, hungry. Or one of those. <laughs> he says, does that make any sense to you? And then we cut to lock inside the hatch at the bottom of the shaft. He walks slowly down the corridor. He takes off his shoes, which I thought was very respectful. Like when you're in somebody else's house, <laughs> like you might as well take your shoes off. <laughs> I was like, why is he taking off his shoes? And Dave was like, to be sneaky. And I'm yeah, like, oh, to be okay. quiet. Yep. Yep. So but he also quietly, very respectful. <laughs> also very respectful. <laughs> That's Uncle Lockie for you. Mm-hmm. He quietly uh, tromps through in his sockies. And so he he's <laughs> quietly tromps. <laughs> okay, Trump wasn't the the correct wordage. No. He quietly quietly shuffles. Steps. Steps. Sneaks. Well, he sneaky sneaks. Sneaky sneak. As he calls for Kate, and then he inspects an octagon seal on the wall that reads Dharma in the mm. middle of it. Mm. Okay, stop. Stopping. Have you seen Dharma um, and Greg? <laughs> no. <laughs> um 
Have you watched, I think we've talked about this before, and I think the answer is no, but have you watched Twin Peaks? No. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Damn. All right. Good aside. I was going to make a new (laughs) Twin Peaks reference, but that's okay. Okay. Locke finds Kate laying on the ground, and then Desmond shows up behind him with a gun saying, are you him? (gasps) Wait, you do the accent. Are you him? That wasn't an accent. I don't know. It's too, too <laughs> it short. It was so of a, good last week. <laughs> too short of a thing. I got to get notice. in. I got to get into it. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll give you an opportunity a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. okay. Back on the raft, Sawyer yells for Jim. Oh hi! Oh hi! There you go. <laughs> you got it now. <laughs> I got it now. Are you him? <laughs> there you go. You got into it, boy. That was so quick. On your toes. Uh, Sawyer's yelling for Jin, and then Michael so says, "Now they're finally trying to find Jin." Yeah, so now it like crosses. They yell like, oh, like right. two or three times, and then they're like, eh, right. "Okay, we had another uh, adult here." Uh, Michael says, "I thought we had to save our energy," and Sawyer says, "Yeah, well, Jin's out there in the water, so if it's okay by you, I'm gonna keep shouting for him, Jin." <laughs> <laughs> Michael reminds him that Sawyer made Michael fire the flare in the first place and michael starts yelling for him to get off my raft and then bam the raft starts getting rocked by some sharks yes sharks so wait i think you passed i think you passed a thing uh me pass a thing i doubt it (laughs) so before yeah so right before when they're arguing before the raft starts before the raft is hit by something yeah so michael says they took my son you know they found us took walt because you made me fire the flare and sawyer says at least walt is on a boat probably wrapped in a blanket with a cup of cocoa yeah it's a good line (laughs) i just really liked that that line (laughs) right because that's what you do when you abduct a child you just give give him cocoa cocoa. and a blanket there you go just chill out right have some cocoa we can't be that bad if we're giving you cocoa right right what's going on on that boat and then i'd be like do you have any marshmallows for my cocoa? And then they'd be like, no, and just slam Throw the you overboard. Out of, yeah. <laughs> no! We've had enough of her. <laughs> yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah. So Michael reminds him that Sawyer made Michael fire the flare in the first place. Michael starts yelling for him to get off my raft. And then bam, Starks, sharks, sharks. Sharks, <laughs> sharks start uh, showing up underneath the raft, and we get sort of a camera like Dun-dun. shot from high up, and we can see the raft, and then under the water we see the little sharky you know, <gasps> moving around. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! And then Michael and Sawyer argue about if guns will work in the water. And Sawyer says, "What do you know about guns anyway, Haas? It'll work." And then he starts slipping cartridges out of the magazine. And he's like, bullets are dry, powder's dry. If the powder's dry, and then the shark bumps the raft again, and he yeah, drops, and he drops all, the bullets. all the bullets, you idiot. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. Also, who's Haas? That's just that's just like what you call people. Isn't Boss Boss Haas? No. I was thinking that's Boss Hog. I was going to say Dukes of Hazard, but I don't know what um, Haas is. I don't know what that's a reference to. Yeah. I know you just call people Haas sometimes. I don't know. I never heard that before. Okay. So Michael notices that Sawyer's bleeding at this point from his shoulder. And then Sawyer says, it's a shark. It's only a shark. And Michael says, it's only a shark? That's supposed to make me feel better? Well, I guess I know why the shark is hanging around your shoulder. 
And Sawyer says, oh, well, I'll just stop bleeding then. Did you suddenly forget what happened, why I got shot? And then they go on and they talk about, you know, what happened there. You want to do these lines with me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, also, cool. Haas is Southern slang pronunciation spelling of horse. Oh. Um, I ride a my big, horse around. A big, strong, and respected or dependable person, usually a man, one oh. who is large like a horse. So oh. I don't know if that's supposed to be good or bad. <laughs> yeah. People have called me Haas in the past, and now I'm taking offense to it. Mm. But it's also But it's kind dependable. of bittersweet. So. Yeah. It's like I'm large, don't like that, but yeah. I'm like respectable like that. Well, is it kind of like when a, you know, when a Southern woman calls you like. Sweetheart. Yeah. I, not, I guess maybe it's not sweetheart, but what's the thing that they say? Dandy. Um, oh, bless your heart, which is oh, basically like, heart. fuck you. <laughs> like <laughs> you Stupid <suck>. bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's, we can do these lines quickly here. Okay. Between Sawyer and Michael. And mm-hmm. we'll start, uh, you be Michael. I want to be Sawyer. <laughs> okay. Where should we start? <laughs> start with, it's only a shark. It's a shark. It's only a shark. Wait, who am I? Michael? You're Michael. <laughs> oh, okay. It's only a shark? That's supposed to make me feel better? Well, I guess I know why the shark is hanging around. Your shoulder. Oh, well, I'll just stop bleeding then. Did you suddenly forget what happened? Why I got shot? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. <laughs> How about a little gratitude here? I mean, a thank you? Thank you? For what? For you trying to save your own ass? You want me off this raft? You got it. And then I start paddling with my with my other arm, you know, mm-hmm. to get to another piece of raft wreckage. And then I climb up on it, and then I turn to you and I say, I was trying to save your damn kid. That's yeah. a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> so then we flash back to Michael meeting with the lawyers, including his ex and her lawyers. Her lawyers question Michael at length about his relationship with Walt, and they point out that he hasn't seen his son in 14 months. And yeah. now that he's filing this injunction, it seems a little inconsistent to them. This and lawyer is beating Michael up. Up, yep, yep. Well, that's and what they do. That's what they do. This is what they're good at, you know? Yeah. So this sets Michael off, and his attorney advises him that he's being baited and to stay silent. (laughs) They ask about his recent uh, injury and who paid for the hospital bills, Mm. and Michael gets more upset, saying how he never asked. That is so shysty. So shysty. He never asked for anybody to pay for his bills, uh, but they were paid by his ex, which she offered to do for him in a previous episode. Yeah, so they, she was that was her leverage. As leverage, perhaps. Or leverage, as they leverage? would say in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. They then quiz Michael about Walt's first words or his favorite food, mm, which Michael can't really answer. Any of that, which is sort of shitty of him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 So. And, this this uh, lady, she says, well, for someone who wants to retain his paternal rights so badly, you don't seem to know much about your son, Mr. Dawson. And then Michael says, I'm his father. And then she makes Not him wrong. repeat it. She's like, can you say that a little louder for the record, sir? He says, I'm his father. Yikes. Yikes. Woo. Back on the raft wreckage, Sawyer is trying to dig a bullet out of his shoulder with his bare hands, and Michael looks on, kind of grossed out. And then Sawyer says, you got a Band-Aid? And then he passes out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, so first, first Michael's like, um, you're never going to be able to do it by yourself. And <laughs> yeah. Sawyer says, I thought we parted ways, Mike. And then Michael's right. like, we're caught in the same current. <laughs> right? They're like 10 feet away from each other. <laughs> this is my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. So fun. It's so, just so ridiculous. Time. When They're he passes like yelling out. yelling at each other like old ladies. Oh, so fun. So good. So good. <laughs> All right. So back in the hatch, Desmond, we're with Desmond and Locke now. You, do you want to you wanna play Desmond here? Sure. All right. <clears throat> so let's start with um, Desmond asks, are you him? And Locke says, yes, I am. So you pick it up where Desmond says, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You're finally here. Well, here I am. <laughs> Who's she? She's with me. What did one snowman say to the other snowman? And then as like, you know. As a viewer, I was thinking of answers. Yeah. Well, okay. Because I got some. What yeah. Got? What do you got? All right. What all right. Let's let's go. Let's go back and forth. You, okay. you say one, and I I'll say another one. All right. Okay. Uh. Okay. Hold on. Where Where are all my snowman jokes? Where are my <laughs> snowman jokes? Oh, I put them at the end here. We okay. probably have all the same ones. Uh, <clears throat> ice to meet you. Uh, ice to meet you is good. Yeah, I have that. I was gonna say, wanna chill. Ooh. Be oh, cool, man. Be cool. <laughs> okay. How about ice day? Oh, I have that one too. <laughs> Take it icy. Oh, freeze. <laughs> I didn't even have that one. That's all I got. Okay, I got one more. Okay. Nice to melt you. <laughs> so dumb. Okay, anyways, back in the scene. All right, oh, all right, beautiful. All right. Thank so you. So Locke, Locke says, I don't know what you're talking about. Get rid of the knife. You're not him. And then I throw the knife, and it's a big knife. That's it's a big, a big knife. Big knife. Now that's a knife. You know, crocodile yeah. Lundy. Oh, and he says, okay. "It's like, wait, that's not in here." <laughs> he's, <laughs> he says, "We didn't come here to hurt you." Yeah. Then why'd you come? And then Kate chimes in, and she says, "We were in a plane crash." <laughs> <laughs> were you now? And when was that? Forty-four days ago. Forty-four days. Move. All right. And we'll cut the scene there. They try to ask Desmond some questions about how he's how long he's been down there in the hatch, and he doesn't give anything up, and he instructs Kate to tie Locke up, but Locke turns the tables and convinces Desmond to let him tie up Kate since she's the fugitive. Mm. How's that, mm. brother? <laughs> How's that, brother? And then Locke cuffs Kate and puts her in a closet, and I said, nobody puts Katie in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack... Loads a gun next to Hurley in the caves. This is a scene we've already seen last episode. But the camera tracks away from them and we land on Charlie and Claire talking. Claire says, what do you suppose all that's about? And Charlie says, I reckon Jack's going to do something heroic. Claire sort of rolls her eyes and he says, what? And she says, you always try to be funny when you don't want to answer a question. (laughs) That's what I do too. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. I have. (laughs) Uh, Claire finds the, <laughs> the Mary at me. <laughs> Claire finds the Mary statue that Charlie's been hiding, and Charlie takes it from her, saying that he found it in the jungle. Uh, Claire says, "I didn't realize you were so religious." And Charlie says, "I'm not. It could come in handy. You know, nice thing to have around. <laughs> Just Ooh. decorate his yeah, cave nice with, decoration. like you said. Yeah, it's nice. She's wearing a nice cloak." <laughs> <laughs> um, then we cut to Michael and Sawyer float on their rafties 
And Sawyer says, it wasn't the flare. I said it wasn't the flare. Those people that did this, at first I thought they were fishermen or pirates or something. Then I got a good look at their boat. You know anything about boats, Mike? I boat do. like that. Yeah, you do. You know everything about Poop boats. Poop deck. Poop deck. <laughs> That's pretty Boom. much it. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Mast. Boom. Mast. Steer. Stern. Bow. Bow. Starboard. Compass. Uh, anchor. Pirate. That's a good one. Pirate. Yep. Uh, crow's uh, nest. A boat like that wasn't built for the open ocean. Water's coming over the side with the first little squall. Maybe it's got a range of 100 miles. Nope, boat like that had to have left port from somewhere close, like the island. French chicks said the others were coming for a kid. I think they came, Mike. And this is what um, Dave and I were talking about. Yeah? Yeah, and I, I said it too on the on the podcast, mm-hmm. that if um, if this, like basically they should have held off sending the flare until they saw a boat that was like big enough. Right. That would have also had like lights out in front of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. They Tiny little rinky dink thing. Right. That's not going to come Waste from anywhere too far. Waste your one flare. Yeah. You got you to gotta see the big tanker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's a good point. So the scene ends with uh, Michael saying, basically yelling at him, like, don't, you know, don't talk about Walt. Don't you ever say his name again, ever. And then Sawyer says, oh, what are you going to do? Splash me? And then he does, and his wrath falls apart. <laughs> and he has to swim back over to Michael's. Yeah. He swims raft. over, he climbs aboard Michael's raft, and then Michael says to Sawyer, You have no idea what it's like to care for somebody else. Oof. That's <laughs> oh, rough, man. buddy. Yeah, rough. Oof. Uh, flashback to Michael meeting with his ex, Susan, alone without the lawyers. She tells him that she thinks he's going to win the case. She then asks him, why he's doing it. She lays out the reality of Michael's life and convinces him to let Walt go. And she this says, is some shady shit she's doing here. Yeah, this character is hard to figure out yeah. because it's like she's so confident and she's got like, she seems like she's a good-hearted person, but she's got the side to her that just does not care about Michael and his relationship with Walt whatsoever. Well, and she doesn't really care about Walt that much either. And she likes Brian Porter. And she likes fucking Brian Porter. (laughs) And anybody who knows Brian Porter knows he's a real greaseball. Yeah. Yeah. But she says, Michael, the first thing you need to do is take care of yourself. You need to get healthy. You need to get back on your feet financially so you can get back to pursuing your art. You have rare talent as an artist, Michael, but how are you going to do that, any of that, and still be part of Walt's life? I mean, she's not wrong, but right. she's, she's using making points it against Michael in right. a very manipulative way. Like, yeah. she, you know, like if he was a, I don't know why he hasn't seen him in 18 months, 14 months, 18 right. months, Right, they don't really go into that. Yeah. Like, that's not good. So it's not a good look. Definitely, we need to explore that a little bit, mm-hmm. but- if he was trying to see him on the regular, right. then, um, you know, like she can't just be like, look, you don't have your shit together, so you can't ever see your son. Like, yeah, he could be working and like not have primary custody of him, but still see him like once a week or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he could still make it work and not have like all of his shit together. Right. I mean, yeah, most parents don't have their shit together. So complicated. 
So back in the hatch closet, Kate struggles to free herself from because her hands are like tied behind her, but she manages to get her hands in front of her. She grabs the knife that Locke had sort of stuffed in her pants when he was tying her up. Yeah, I don't know that you mentioned that. Yeah, I kind of left that out. I forgot about it. And yeah, so she puts it in between her legs and I was like, I would fucking slice my wrists open. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I would like not. Oh, my God. I'm You wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know that I'd be able to do it. Or it would take me like 10 times as long as her because I'd be so. She's in the DAC too. Yeah. Because I'd be like so careful about it. Right. Yeah. And I would drop the knife like 10 times and it would be a whole thing. I'd stab myself in the ass cheek with it trying to (laughs) get There's no way I could get my arms in front of me. Like I would just lay there like, you know, (laughs) like a turtle. (laughs) Turtle on its back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But she manages to cut herself free and then she finds a light switch in the room, turns on the light, revealing that she's been locked in like a food storage room. Yeah. So Hurley was kind of right. Yeah, he was right. There's probably Twinkies and TV dinners in there. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she finds and enjoys an Apollo chocolate bar. And then she takes a few for the road. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm right there with her. You would have been all up in that chocolate? I would have been all up in that chocolate. Also, all the food Mm. in that pantry has the same Dharma logo on it. Right. It's all covered in the Dharma logo. And I just Mm -hmm. hope that one of those candy bars she's going to bring back for Hurley. Right. So then she busts into a vent in the uh, ceiling of the room to escape. Locke sits in like a diner booth inside the hatch and tells Desmond about the plane crash and where they were coming from slash headed to Sydney, Los Angeles. And they tell each other their names. Locke tells Desmond that the gun is unnecessary. And then uh, let's do some more lines. Yeah. Let's start at Locke asks, that simulated sunlight? Is that because you never leave? Is there another way out? (laughs) How many of your group have gotten sick? Sick? Sick, as in ill, as in dead. Is that why it says quarantine on the inside of the hatch? Answer the question. No one has. No one. No one is sick. And then the beeping starts up, and it's like, it's coming through all the speakers in the hatch. And then Desmond says, get up. Hey, and I'm so, Desmond. Oh, well, yeah, I know, but we're Get done up. with the lines here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry to steal your thunder. So this is interesting. Very poignant for for like a modern day watch of loss, considering the pandemic and all of our yeah. varying stages of quarantine here, you know? Yeah. How many have gotten sick? Like, yeah, and sick, And also yeah. now we know that Rousseau mm-hmm. isn't totally nuts. Right, because there's some corroboration here. Yeah, because like when she talked about her, like everyone being sick and she had to kill them all, I'm like, oh, were they actually sick or is she the one who's cuckoo and yeah. murdered everybody? Right. Um, so definitely a little bit of corroboration. Mm-hmm. So Desmond makes Locke, he sort of pushes him into the next room, uh, which has the big, you know, the old computer sitting there in the middle of the room. Yeah. And Locke's like, boy, that's an old computer. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Desmond makes him put in the numbers one by one, you know, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Yep, the special numbers. And then he tells him to press execute. And Locke hesitates and he says, what's going to happen? And then Desmond says, just push it. And then Locke pushes the execute button and the counter on the wall resets to 108, like 108 minutes. Which is, as we discovered, 
what happens when you add all the numbers up. Right. All the numbers added up, we get 108. So then Desmond hears Jack calling for Locke. And Desmond says, who the hell is that? And Locke says, that would be Jack. That Des- would be Jack. That would be Jack. And then Desmond looks through his little telescope thingy. And then uh, we cut to Kate, who's in the vents, seeing the same interaction that we saw last episode between Jack, Locke, and Desmond. Um, when they're all, you know, with the guns standing off. When they're all with the guns. When all with the guns, you know. <laughs> Back on the raft, Sawyer sees one of the pontoons off in the distance. Sawyer starts paddling the little raft that they're on closer, but the raft starts to break apart, and just as it does, a shark swims by. Real Jaws moment, you know? Oh, shit. Oh, boy. And then Sawyer gives Michael the gun and tells him, you see that toothy son of a bitch you aim and squeeze, got it? And Michael says, got it. Shark comes after Sawyer as he swims to this pontoon. Wait. What? A couple of things here. Uh Uh-huh. First of all, sorry, I was was looking at the transcript and not looking at my notes. Right. Um, Desmond has so many records, and he just keeps playing that same song. Mm Mm-hmm. Something not right about that. Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, remember, this is the same interaction that we saw before. So it's not like he played it. Well, he time. played it like in the morning when he was getting ready, and then he played it again. Right. I guess he just turned. He on continued playing the it. record. Yeah. So yeah, okay, maybe it's not that crazy. Right. So he's only um, played it once, really, with a pause in between. And when we saw the shark, do we? Is this the part where we see the shark tail? Yes, the shark tail pops up out of the water and starts going after Sawyer, who's swimming. No. Th- when do we see it underwater? Oh, is yeah, that here? It, um, it's like right around this part. I'm it's right sure. around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Dave noticed the Dharma symbol on yes. the shark's tail. Amy and he noticed that as well. Yeah, and when they first got the raft in the water, or well, it was probably probably wasn't um, Exodus Part One. It was probably Part Two or Part Three that mm-hmm. we were watching. And he was like, he was like calling it. There's going to be some robot sharks. <laughs> <laughs> robot and sharks. he was like he was like i'm telling you robot sharks and i was like well it could just be a brand like it could just be the shark is branded right but it also looked like a really obvious photoshop job <laughs> well you know like they the just sort of stuck the logo on <laughs> yeah on the shark yeah yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> so yeah he hands him the gun michael says he's got it Shark comes after Sawyer. Michael fires the gun and blur, bl- blurt, blurt. Blood, sp- <laughs> blood spurts up out of the water. Uh, so it's kind of unclear over what, you know, who got shot there because it could have been Sawyer. Yeah. But Michael paddles over to the pontoon, pontoon and he's looking for Sawyer. And then Sawyer pops out on the other side of the pontoon. He's alive. And they both board the pontoon. Flashback to Michael meeting up with little toddler Walt. And his mom. And Michael Walt. gives him a cute little stuffy. A polar, polar bear. bear. Polar bear. And Michael kneels down to little Walt and he says, hey, little man, look, I guess I can't call you that. You know, And I, I was mean, like, they should have just used that polar bear in the scene with the polar bear. <laughs> it would have looked better. <laughs> it would have looked better. <laughs> he says, because look how big you are. So you and I, well, we're not going to see each other for a while. 
Walt, but you're going to have great life. I know your mommy. She's going to take real good care of you. And Brian Porter. Fucking Brian Porter, <laughs> son of a bitch, piece of so shit. So triggering. Brian. So triggering for us. <laughs> is going to take good care of you, too. Is he, though? Or is he going to abandon you as soon as your mom dies? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he we don't will. Because he I'm sure. is the yeah. worst. Time will tell. I guess we'll find out in the future. But you know what? I just want you to know, no matter Brian where Brian Porter? More like go, Brian Pooter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, he says wherever you go that your daddy yeah your daddy he loves you very very much and I always will always oh sad so sad and little Walt's so cute he's so So cute cute in this scene Susan then says goodbye to Michael and she and little Walt walk away and then she takes out the polar bear and just shoves it in a trash can. She's <laughs> yeah, like, she's like, we won't be needing shit. this. Brian Porter has a real dog. <laughs> yeah. So back on the water, <laughs> it's daytime. That doesn't happen, let's be clear. It does not happen. Or maybe it does, but it's not on yeah, scene. It's deleted scene, okay? Yeah. Back on the water, it's daytime, and Michael sobs on the pontoon, and Sawyer wakes up and notices that he's crying, and he's like, you all right, Mike? And Michael starts blaming himself for losing Walt. He says, I never should have brought him on the raft. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get my son back. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have. Probably not. That was probably a terrible fucking idea. Well, yeah. But, you know, hindsight. Hindsight, very 2020. Well, Sawyer turns and he says, well, how about that? And the camera swings around to show the current had brought them back to the island. Mm -hmm. And they get back to the beach and as they're climbing up the beach, they start hearing Jin yelling off in the distance in Korean. And Jin comes scampering out of like the edge of the jungle and he's tied up and he's running up to them and he keeps saying, Utters, utters, utters. And they look up and a group of people are wielding sticks and clubs and they come sauntering out towards them. So he's and- not talking about utters on a cow. Right. He's talking about I was expecting a cow to come jingling out. (laughs) That's the the monster. (laughs) Yeah. Just think how psyched they would have been to have found like a dairy cow. Yeah. On the island. They would have been very moved (laughs) by its presence. (laughs) Yeah. They would have been like, boy, we just totally beefed up our beverage game. Have a cow, Pat. <laughs> yep. Moo moo buckaroo. <laughs> moo moo buckaroo. <laughs> That's what Sawyer says as he mounts it yeah. and lassoes it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sawyer, stop trying to make this a rodeo thing. It's not a rodeo thing. We need the cow for milk and then potentially beef down the road. If it runs out of milk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he ran dry of milk. Guess we got to slaughter him now. I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) Boom. That's the end of the episode. Boom. Boom. Wow. It's quite an episode. So I was wrong. They all made it back alive. They did so far. Yeah. Walt is probably alive. Well, Maybe. We saw him in some form or another in last episode. Anyways... Mm-hmm. I got some trivia. You want to hear some trivia? Yeah, I do. All right. So well, the hold Dharma... on a second. First, yeah. the others, they got all these intense looking weapons. Uh-huh. They got like maces and stuff. Yeah. 
Like, and I'm like, why haven't the survivors made any cool weapons like that? They have all these plane parts to work with. Well, they got guns. Yeah. Yeah. But they should what, have what more like, do you, need? you know. They should have like. What's the like word for it? Like shivs. Hmm? Shanks. They should have shanks like prison shanks. Yeah. Yeah. What's, I'm with what you are on that. weapons that are not uh like don't have bullets? Don't uh have... melee weapons? Yeah, melee weapons. <laughs> yeah, like swords and shields and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they should have a bunch of those things. Right, but Danielle has a gun, so I'm sure they're like we would look pretty stupid going up against somebody with a gun if you're not like, up Come against on! these guys. Come it's better me. to have a weapon than no weapon. Yeah, I hear you on that. They have a limited number of guns. Well, you know what? Maybe violence isn't the answer. Well, you know, Maybe listen, we can talk to I would them. split my time between helping Son with mm-hmm. the herbs and the remedies and also making weapons. And also a creator of the armory on uh, the island. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I could see that. That'd be a good position for you for sure. Yeah. Okay, trivia. And whenever people brought me their bullshit, I would be like, you know what? I'm not here for that. I'm here to I'm make not, weapons. I'm here to make weapons. I'm here to and heal tea. you with herbs. <laughs> and then, right. you know. Right. And the rest I'm is here, gravy. I'm here for chats. Yeah. Making, making. For chats. Birth chats. Birth chats. I can read your chat for you. Yeah. All right. So a Dharma logo can be seen branded on the tail of the shark that attacks Sawyer and Michael. Yes, it can. It sure can. When Michael is talking to his lawyer, I don't know if you noticed this, but we get a brief glimpse of the World Trade Center towers behind them. Oh, shit. Yeah. The World Trade Center towers were digitally re-added in this episode to show the pre-2001 timeline setting. Wow. Mm. That's kind of crazy because like... I didn't even notice it when I was watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't have even... Like if that wasn't there. I mean, there's plenty of... There's plenty of scenes in New York. There's right. plenty of like vantage points in New York where you don't see them. So like that's right. not something yep. that. You know what? F- you spent the money to add in the twin towers. You should have spent more money on the <laughs> fucking give me polar, a polar bear. bear. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. I hear you. And and probably neck- what? 85% of the so. people who watch it won't see the World Trade Centers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm with you. Um, so this is a fun one. Arst can be seen in the background of one of the raft shots waiting in the water like a little guppy fish. No, that's what? fake. I made that one up. <laughs> like, that's not right. <laughs> Why would you make that up? I don't know. Just add in some kind of fun arts material. I'm not sure. It's just <laughs> you a good can't time. let go of him. I can't. I'm you not ready to, to let go of arts. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was fun visual. Uh, anyways, in this episode, Michael Mike buys Little dead. Walt a present, white polar bear toy. And of course, in first season, episode 14 special. Yeah, we will never forget it. <laughs> we won't ever forget it. Walt's <laughs> attacked by a polar bear. Uh, with tw- 23.17 million viewers, this is the second most watched episode in the whole series. Wow. Wowzers. Is the first episode the most or the last know. episode? I, I would assume it's the last episode. That's what I would assume. Like a lot of people were just like, eh, I'm, I don't need to watch anymore. I just want to know how it ends. Yeah, I think so. Because it was a gigantic thing. I was working in the news at the time and I covered it as a news story. Like we yeah. spent, they put it in a movie theater. We yeah, went to the movie yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, you talked about this already. Oh, I did? I already yeah, talked yeah, about it? you covered right, the news. You were in news. I get it. 
<sighs> is it well it connects to lost it's a big thing we spent <laughs> all night remember. going to talk to lost people we went to like four three or four different lost parties that were throughout the providence city it was a big deal i should but find you don't remember story. the ending no i didn't watch it but you had it. to interview people to talk about it so you had to have known what happened right but it didn't air until directly before the newscast so we were putting the story together which is all the hype around seeing the episode oh. we didn't talk to people after the episode aired oh, okay so it wasn't we it wasn't together. like reactions it was the getting right. ready for the yes because it aired on the same night that we were you know working it so. gotcha okay yep 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 um so the flashbacks were originally going to be sawyer's flashbacks hey about his, look at that i would have been right either way about his tampa job which had been referenced in an earlier episode and they started filming these Wait, scenes. stop. I don't know about this. Pretty sure you do. His Tampa job? Is that the oh. one that he, that was they already there, showed his, back, his backstory for? Was there an episode that we've done already called Outlaws? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what the episode was. Oh, so this, so his backstory was supposed to be moved to here? No, it was supposed to be about that Tampa job. So it's going to go more in depth about Oh, okay. Okay. It. Yeah. Just make so, sure, just read what you're about to say and make sure it's it. not a spoiler. I already read it. Okay. And I've cut down on okay. the trivia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So they started filming these scenes, but scrapped the idea and replaced the flashbacks with Michael's backstory because the scenes that were shot, uh, it just wasn't working for the director and uh, it just didn't make sense to them. So the scenes that were shot, according to Carlton Cuse, will never be released. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're so we're never going to see them. Well, I think that I definitely think that showing Michael's backstory here makes way more sense. Yeah, I think so too. Because he yeah. just suffered the loss of his son again. Right, which is a big so deal. It, yeah, yeah, it definitely wouldn't have made sense. I mean, I did predict that it would be Michael or Sawyer because I just figured we'd be going back to the raft and we'd be seeing one of them, but it obviously yeah. makes way more sense that it would be Michael. Right. So the aquatic scenes took three nights to film and Harold Perrineau, who plays Michael, Michael, he's not a great swimmer, so he had swimming lessons in the hiatus between seasons one and two in preparation for these scenes in the water. Wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's the trivia. Nice. Yeah. Good times, huh? Yeah, good times. All right. So do you want to talk about favorite moments of these episodes? Yeah, I do. All right. So my favorite moment of Buffy. Boy, there's a lot of a lot of good moments here. This is an easy one. My favorite moment is the slow-mo Xander in the hallway. Oh, yeah, of course. The, the music, the shots, the editing, it's all a great time. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah, I I'm, like that. I'm pretty much a tie between that and Jenny's first instance of oh, Xander craziness. Jenny, it's really funny in like, this. <laughs> she's <laughs> she just can't like keep her hands off herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's overcome with emotion. Yeah, she's yeah. just she is really funny in this. So yeah, yep, yeah. That was good. That was good. It's even funny when when Joyce was thirsty for Xander too. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. She's like, do you want something hot or cold? Right. I he's feel like, like huh? something hot. And he's yeah, like, whatever. Like, easy, Joyce. <laughs> Take it easy. 
Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, what about Lost? What's your favorite moment of Lost? Oh, Sawyer and Michael yelling at each other from the yeah. different raft pieces. Yeah. Especially yeah. when they're like, <laughs> uh, I thought we were supposed to be, you know, going our separate ways. And Michael's like, well, the, you know, the the current is keeping us together. So I'm like, whatever yeah. it was, it is so stupid. Yeah. Do you have a Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, my favorite part their whole... is when he asked for the Band-Aid and then passes out. <laughs> that made me laugh super hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Good moments. <laughs> um, okay, what show wins? Or do you do we do predictions first? No. What do we do wins? first? What show wins? Lost, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go Buffy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I thought about that and I was like, he's definitely going to say Lost. And then I'm like, no, I don't know. He yeah. probably had a lot of fun with this episode. Yeah. I like a good silly time. You yeah. know how I like a good silly time. If the flashbacks were better in Lost, I would be all about it. But the flashbacks are kind of a bummer with yeah. Walt. You know? Yeah. Like, those kind of take me out of it a bit. I love all the Hatch stuff, but a lot of it is a rehatch. You know ah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They're kind of rehatching it. Yeah. Because we already saw a lot of it. It's just we're getting a little bit more, you know? So it wasn't enough to... To, you know make it win for you this is right. i'm i was thinking about this today too and it's just making me so happy to watch these with you because like you're making me appreciate and like buffy episodes that i never really cared about before <laughs> <laughs> like this episode is like a different fun lens. or whatever but like yeah you know it's not one of my favorites it's not one that i would rewatch a lot yeah um and the same thing with Ted, like, oh my God, I like look oh, back man. on that episode now and I love it. And I so never fun. liked it really before, oh, you know, because of time. just, yeah, because of the fun that we've had on the, on the yeah. podcast talking about it. So. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. New memories are made here on this podcast. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, all right. New predictions. Yeah. Uh, do I make one first i guess yes every episode you make one first <laughs> right that's correct um so new prediction for buffy this will not be the last time that buffy will end up accidentally or uh somehow being cursed to uh advance on xander Xander is going to have this happen at least two more times until <laughs> the end of the series from so buffy. like it'll be xander's fault no, it could like be intentionally. Maybe not Xander's fault, but she could fall under some other spell, or she eats something that turns her into a crazed uh, lunatic or something, and mm. you know she starts advancing on mushrooms. Xander again. Yeah, something. I don't know. Hmm. It's gonna happen though. We're gonna tease that out a bit. Well, because you did say previously that there would something would happen and they would like accidentally kiss. Right. Yep. That's still going to happen, too. But it won't and be possibly, part of the same thing? And possibly Willow will see it, and it's going to crush her. Mm. Way more than when he kissed Cordelia. Yeah. That's going to come to a head, too. 1-800-I'm-dating-a-skanky-ho. Right. Yeah, maybe he has to give her CPR by accident, and then Willow sees it at the wrong moment, <laughs> and then it's crushed. I don't know. <laughs> he already had to. Oh, he did? He gave her CPR? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he when she drowned from the puddle. Yeah, when yeah. she drowned in the puddle. <laughs> all right, what's your prediction? Uh, that's all you got. Just that one. 
just that one i'm sticking sticking okay. solo i mean i think i packed in like four there so yeah you're gonna have to unpack right. it later tease those out <laughs> uh so i think w- my backstory is gonna be desmond okay gonna gonna go for a not main character but in I another life brother in love a life brother mm-hmm. um it's hard to know if they're gonna jump right back where this episode left off and like start with the others yeah because you know lost doesn't always like to give us that so i'm gonna say no and i'm gonna say that we're gonna go back to focusing on the hatch and maybe like the caves so kind of like they went to the caves caves. a little bit yeah um but i don't think we're gonna get back to the others until the episode after because that's what lost likes to do to us right hatch and caves jack and kate yeah yeah okay there we go there you go good so what is your media that you would like to recommend this week i'm going to recommend the app insight timer Mm, what's this it is a meditation app we've been talking a little bit about like wellness and like mental health recently Mm Um, and that's the app that I use every day. I think I have like a 38-day streak going of meditating. Wow. Um, Jeez, look at you. So centered. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm so centered, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Getting um, there. Yeah. So, like, if you look at my account, like I have a profile. Oh, it's probably. Mm, yeah, it yeah, shows not, up great. Not going to go, <laughs> not going to show up in this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have 38 consecutive nice meditation days insight timer you say it's called insight timer they're not a sponsor of this podcast not yet (laughs) they um they do have a free account i have a paid one um but i don't think it's much like it's probably one of those things where it's like 20 something bucks a year maybe yeah um and they have a whole library of different kinds of like meditations yoga classes from teachers like all over the world Um, and the meditations, you can search for things like morning meditation, evening meditation, like music, um, meditation for more happiness, you know, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and they all range, you know, they tell you like how many minutes they are. So if you only have time for like six minutes, you know, if you have time for like 20 minutes, you know, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, they have like, uh, bedtime stories too um that are like for adults or for kids um and then they have like live events that you can attend all through this like one app and obviously like you get more you know if you like pay for it hmm. but then there are even like courses um i really like i really liked it because there was a course on like intro to meditating and yep. i i was like i mean i get feel like i understand the concept of meditating but it was kind of nice to go through the course because like in the first one they're like you know if you have other thoughts that pop into your head like that's totally normal don't beat yourself up about it and i'm like oh cool because i was beating myself up about it you know yeah non-judgmental yeah very important um and then you can like save your favorite meditations and musics and like whatever to your you know like different playlists and stuff like that so i really like it it's been really good for me to like try to keep a better more positive mindset nice nice very very good and Uh, i also haven't been like watching a whole lot of extra tv or movies lately so yeah yeah i haven't been watching that much but the one thing that we did watch that i pretty sure we enjoyed (laughs) i enjoyed it was um 
It's a documentary series. It's four parts on Netflix. It's called This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist. Do you know about this? Oh, um, I have seen it pop up, yeah, but I don't know about, much about it. It's about the art heist that occurred in Boston in 1990. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a Gardner Art Museum in Boston that uh, was robbed in the middle of the night by two guys dressed like uh, policemen. And they stole, I think it was 13 pieces of art that are worth many millions of dollars. Um, yeah. So their reward, they've never caught the people. I was going to say, not, they never caught them, right? They never caught I them. I remember it's like not, hearing bits about it. Right. It's not a spoiler for the documentary, um, but it's uh, they're, they're still out there and they're still trying to find them. And they have a, a reward right now for $10 million if you can... Uh, wow. If you have any information that lead to a, an arrest. So I love mysteries. I love when something hasn't been solved. Yeah. And uh, heists. So now are, are you like, me. I'm going to go fucking find some information no. about these dudes. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't have that bone in my body, but I, I do, do like to Pat, ponder me and upon you, it. Detectives. You know what I like to do? I like to watch the documentary and then just make up my mind what happened at the end. I'll just be like, this and this happened and this happened. And then like I just kind of solve it in my brain. Yeah. So I have my theory about what happened on this one. Hmm. So, yeah, check that out if you're into a Bastin or Art Heist kid, you know? Yeah, or just mysteries. Or mysteries I in like general. mysteries. Yeah, it's very well done, very well shot, good interviews. Cool. It's a, yeah, it's good stuff. Yep. So that's the podcast. That's, that's episode podcast. 28. Episode Kicking I'm and streaming. 28. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Losing its jingle, but that's okay. <laughs> so, you want to close it out? Yeah. All right. Listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I just looked at our analytics. They're looking good. And I didn't think we had any listeners on Stitcher, but we do have people on Stitcher. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, thanks, I thought Stitcher guys. was, you know, not really a thing. But, yeah, people are listening on Stitcher. Cool. So, that's fun. Everybody's Don't... got their favorite apps, you know? Yeah. And uh, don't forget to rate us five stars if you can. Try to move us up in that list of other podcasts. It helps other people who are just as cool as you find us. Mm -hmm. And, of course, leave us a nice review. Tell all your friends, you know, do all that good stuff. What else, Sammy? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. Um, and tell us your favorite moments, you know, things that made you laugh or cry or yeah. were frustrating about each episode. We love to hear that. Yeah. You know, go ahead and comment on our posts. Yeah. Um, and then send emails uh, to KickStreamPod at gmail.com. And if you are going to send any spoilers or anything you want to talk about, just mark it as a spoiler or leaky bucket for and tell yeah. us which show so that we can direct appropriately. I was thinking we should make t-shirts that say, don't be a leaky bucket, and then with just our logo on it. Ooh, I like that idea. Isn't that pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's think about we'll that. We'll put that on the inspiration board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and check out show notes for this and every episode. Anything you're like, what the hell are they talking about? I link to it uh carefully curate i carefully curate our show notes um at kickingstreaming.com awesome so fun and always remember that that streaming streaming is better better with with friends friends. don't do magic that 
makes people fall madly in love with you. Yes. And don't do PSA for this week. drugs. <laughs> I thought that's and what you were going to say. <laughs> also, don't do drugs. Unless they are prescribed to prescribed you. Prescribed for you. And or, you're not abusing the prescription. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's helping you and not good. hurting you. This is a good, great PSA episode. <laughs> I think we're changing the world slowly. Slowly. You know, that's all we can hope to do. Yep. Through puns and predictions and also just, you know, don't do drugs. Yes. We're the new dare. Or bad really. magics. Yeah. <laughs> or bad magics. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you next week for episode 29. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.